Welcome to the Metalist, where we discuss our top five personal favorites. Yeah. Is that what you want to call it? We can all things metal, all things distorted guitars. If you dig it, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud. Don't forget, rate and review, like and subscribe, give us a follow, maybe give us a share. Now, you know what time it is? What time is it? I'm ready for some fucking God Hammered. The metal And now your hosts, David Dilo Lopez and Jason Smith. This is the Metalist. Hello, greetings, one and all. Thanks again for joining us, Metalist Podcast. I am the artist, formerly and currently known as Dave. <laughs> as always, to my immediate, re- immediately, yeah, let's oh, go with that. Man. Right, we're going with Jason. You can strike a match in my hand to black to tan, heavy metal rhythm from a one-man band. <laughs> That's old school, fucking. That'll come up later. Yes, it I'm will. Jason. He's Jason. Today we are joined by our very, very, very good friend, Burrito Brother himself, from the Almighty A Hero Within, S.C. Sanchez. Say hello to the people. What up? And he actually had a great idea and brought this to the table, so we El are glad Sancho's to have him. not so finest. El Sancho's not so finest. Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. Gonna have to get a t-shirt for that. El Sancho's not so finest. Yeah, yeah. dude. With my, with my face just like yeah. looking all like, eh. Yeah, dude, for sure. The, the it's kind of like the ODB one I have right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna say the, uh, the what's his face, Randy, um, Marsh, cousin Eddie, um, Ra- Randy Quaid look where he's, he's all looking oh, up at the sky. Yeah, all, ah! yeah. yeah uh, so yeah, brother Esty brought us a great idea about doing classic rock and metal and hip hop crossovers. So that's what we're doing today. So let's let's get into the nitty gritty of it. What 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 are we talking about constituting here? Because we had to set up some we had to set up some stuff. Because I realized halfway through some of the things I thought of were just samples in songs, but we're talking about actual crossover between metal and metal rock and rap, artists yeah. with special rappers. Guests. Yeah, like just like yeah, yeah, like whether it be metal dudes on a hip hop track or vice versa. Yeah, rappers on a metal track or what what have you. Some meeting in between. Um, because this could open a lot of different doors into, you know, rap metal bands fully fledged in the future. And obviously, we're not talking new metal for the most part. This predate a lot of this will predate that, but some of it won't. Some some is in there. There's gonna be some for sure. They have to. Yeah, yeah. So, what you want to start off with the one that that made you think of this? Because I remember there was one in particular that you were all, dude. You know what the ultimate one is. Well, I changed the ultimate one is, but like, okay. but like what, oh, well, I mean, I was smoking a lot of weed, uh, but actually I think it was uh, the Beastie Boys and Carrie King. That's, uh, yeah. No Sleep Till Brooklyn. Yeah, that's the one I recall. The, yeah, where it's like Slay- uh, Carrie King does a solo and like, I forgot what brought that up. I know we were having a conversation, but I think it was a conversation that I had with someone else. 
I think I had to do something like metalheads, just listen to metal. And I'm like, oh, no, dude. Mm-hmm. And like me, I grew up. I'm not going to say I grew up in the hood, hood. I mean, I grew up in El Centro. I mean, we do have a hood. We do have ghetto parts over there. But I I didn't grow up in the nice part of the uh, of of the town either. You know, I was an in-betweener. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was probably one of the few metalheads, you know, growing up in a all, I guess, hip-hop or you know Mexican you know like you know music. I've never know, considered kind of that actually. Yeah, I've never I've never thought about that because like El Centro, I've had fleeting experience with music stuff there because there was a show out there. Oh yeah, there was, was there's hardcore scenes over there for sure. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. So there were shows there, but like growing up there, I mean, I'm not saying I grew up in East LA or anything like that, but you know, in, in any neighborhood, you know, especially in Cal, especially here in Cal, Southern California, and like. There's there's a there's always that one kid or or a group of kids that were in in a more uh, hip hop environment than metal and I was and I was one of them. Mm-hmm. But I listened to both. You know, I had to listen to both. I had my fr- I had a group of friends that we listened to that got me into the metal. But I I was more growing up on the more of a hip hop side mm-hmm. or rap side. Right. You know that that's what I I mean I grew up listening to like you know like you know Dr. Dre and. Easy E, even before that, you know, Run DMC and, yeah, and, uh, and NWA, L O Cool J. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, people tend to forget about L O Cool J, but you know, he, he was there. Yeah, I just realized I think L O Cool J is on that song I was talking about earlier with Slash. That's still gonna haunt me until I figure it out later. But yeah, but I grew up, but but yeah, just I listen to hip hop and then listen to metal. But uh, and but yeah, metalheads can definitely listen to other stuff aside from. Yeah, how many bands? How many metal bands can you think of that outright say they were influenced by gangster rap? I know one that immediately comes to mind is Dying Fetus. Like, they they say that aloud a lot. I mean, you keep yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. To the point where they sampled Ice Cube saying "Take that motherfucker" at the end of uh, one of their songs. <sighs> Great, I mean, that's an old song, but that's an old song. I mean, yeah, unless yeah. you're fucking sixty and up, you were alive in the fucking nineties. You had to hear the G Funk stuff, the fucking <clears throat> Puff Daddy and fucking Notorious B.I.G. stuff, or Wu Tang Clan. That's when it really fucking blew up, and it was everywhere. And it's never, it has, it's only gotten bigger. Mm-hmm. Even like Naughty by Nature, dude. Dude, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's man. only gotten bigger. So to me, it's like it might not be your favorite, I, I, but you're fucking fully goddamn aware of what I, the fuck it is. I also think rap and metal kind of like. I don't want to say coexist, but there's like a, I mean, there's like a mutual respect towards each other only because yeah. metal and rap, I mean, metal came out a, a little bit before, mm-hmm. you know, hip hop and rap. And, but they were the two genres that were, you know, they were the babies in, yeah. in, in the music and they were, and they were like, yo, dude, we need to like, you know, they kind of coexisted with each other. Coming out, they were marginalized straight up. That's yeah. where that unity They're marginalized, came but from. they're also the pissed off versions of something else. Yeah, exactly. So it's like they, fucking, they, they were more. Yeah, exactly. Like it, rock. Rock and country and and that is like it's all like this more angry version is what metal was and then fucking I mean as far as like funk and R and B like that's what it, that's what rap kind of came out of but right. being the old fucking guy and like being around when it really first came to prominence man like remembering back listening to fucking Run DMC before they did the song with Aerosmith like it was a fad. It was considered a fucking fad to the point, dude, where like you watched movies like Dragnet and shit. They had the fucking jokey ass fucking rap song at the end of it where it's like literally oh, yeah. telling you the movie. 
Like the words are, it's telling you, it's rapping the movie to you. I remember that now. Yeah. I mean, you had Blondie doing Rapture with, yeah. um, you know, with Fab Five Freddy and shit, and it was like that was. It was just considered a fucking fad. It wasn't fucking serious. It was like it, almost like you know, punk's the same way. Like punk was a fad, and it wasn't a, you know, you had essentially pop artists or what would become pop artists, you know, or disco is another one. They, you know, Kiss did a disco song. It was like mm-hmm. you know, Rolling Stones had some disco sounding shit, right? So it was like this new fad, and you had existing artists kind of like working it into maybe a song or two. Like, it was that much of a fad. And then it was just like, when you listen to old Run DMC, especially given this episode, the, the you know, metal slash rock collaboration, you listen to old Run DMC, man, like, they fucking sampled, and lots of people still do, but they were the, they were the ones. They sampled a fucking ton of rock and metal stuff. Like, there's guitars on their shit. You know, yeah, like, I mean... Yeah. Honest to goodness for guitars. Yeah. Well, it's, even then, even then, rap then had real instruments, you know. It wasn't, for the most part, all beats. Okay, so here's another thing. But they did sample stuff, too, as well. Granted, now, DJs aren't as big of a thing. Yeah. But when DJs were a big thing, that dude... Okay, oh, yeah. Fine. It's not a traditional instrument, but to me, it's more of an instrument than something like a clarinet. And you want to know why? Because that DJ is still playing something. He doesn't just play the fucking record and it just plays that shit. He's playing. He's making music. He's just using other fucking, like, essentially samples of other music to make completely different music, right? Now, here's the thing. Who the fuck uses a clarinet? Uh, uh, what's his name? Kenny G? Is that the guy? No, he no, uses as a, a saxophone. saxophone. Oh, that's an <laughs> alto saxophone I think he uses. When was the last time you heard... Popular music using a, an actual Miles flute. Davis? Just you jazz. Know, or, it's jazz. Or an oboe. Jazz right? music. So that's the thing. Those those traditional instruments, those ones, are to, they're they're so. I almost want to say antiquated. That like they just they're it, not. Yeah. They might as well be dead. Yeah. Obsolete. They might as well be fucking dead. And it's like so to me, like the DJ thing is more of an instrument in that regard. And they are actual fucking creative fucking people that are fucking playing something. And the difference is, is they're not using a fucking vibration from a string to make the fucking sound. They're using someone, like a recorded sound to make a completely different fucking sound. I, I, I kind of agree with you there. They're use, and some of it, as far as the scratching goes... Now they're barely. The only reason they're using DJs, sa- that, be, DJs back in the days were awesome. The only Nowadays, reason it's like, like uh, with the with the fucking scratches. As far as that goes, that's a whole different fucking animal because now they're using fucking. Okay, this is the equivalent of someone using the grooves on their guitar string to make a specific noise. That's what they're doing. It's it's not. I have to have this fucking ELO record. Because of what the song the ELO is playing. They want the ELO record because for some reason, whatever ELO ELO was playing, when that shit got made into a record, the grooves are spaced out in a certain spot to where if he moves it at a certain speed, it'll make a certain type of scratch sound. That's what it is. They're playing grooves. They're playing a needle on a groove. Mm -hmm. And it's like... That to me is your. I mean, that's one. It's highly creative because who the fuck would ever even think of that? But also, it's it's almost like a fucking. It's like someone made a fucking lead out of a fucking pick slide, dude. 
going going on that going going on that. See, uh, not, I'm gonna say this, and that, it's a perfect con- uh, thing to talk about. Tom Morello. A lot exactly. of people. A lot of people like a metal metals. Oh, dude, I, I know I, I'm, tons I'm of doing the quote. That guy. I'm doing the quotes. The quote unquote metalheads mm-hmm. say Tom Tom Morello is a, is a piece of shit guitarist. He's like he sucks. He doesn't know his instrument. He can't shred. And I'm all like, fuck you. Like seriously, like. They're like his solo. Th- I had a. It was at brick by brick. I had a conversation with someone saying that Tom Morello sucks and all his solos. I are wonder so if easy. I had the com- same conversation and, with the same and, dude. And then, uh, <laughs> and then I'll, he's all like, "Yeah, look, the solos are so easy to play." I'm like, "That doesn't fucking matter. It's creative." I'm all okay. Check this out, bro. Would you have thought of the solo for "Killing in the Name"? No, you fucking wouldn't, dude. Who would have said, "Oh, I'm gonna use this fucking pedal to pitch the." To, to pitch the, the note and make a sweet solo like Tom Morello is one of the, is I'm not gonna say he's a shredder but he's one of the most creative guitarists out there and and in and in his own I'll way say, I'll say I'll say controversial in his own way he is a, a shredder he can shred too no he can shred like he just you know, know, not to. know your enemy yeah well, know your enemy dude that's a shreddy solo dude you can shred noise and not notes exactly and he's dude who Coming creativity, like how you were talking about the like the you know the scratching, dude. He unplugs his guitar and and puts the yeah, input touches it to the input. to the to the strings where the where the where yeah. the where the pickups Pick are is. and and he and it makes those noise like dude. And he, he can also his, out scratch a lot of DJs, which that's their whole thing, dude. Yeah, p- perfect <laughs> you know? perfect example. Pulls on parade solo, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no notes on that, dude. That's what I try learning that. So I try learning that. It's still fucking harder to me to play that than let's just say fuck it one by my by Metallica. Right, it's yeah, a completely yeah. different animal. But here's okay. So I'll make a conversation, a controversial statement, and then we got to get somewhat on track here. But <laughs> Tom Morello, to me, if you don't like Tom Morello, you don't like because groove. of his style, because of how he plays his guitar, then you don't like Jimi Hendrix. Because to me, Tom Morello is the new Jimi Hendrix, has been for a while, because of this. Jimi Hendrix was a pretty average fucking blues guitar player. Yeah. But what made him so fucking amazing was he was massively more creative than anybody else. Mm -hmm. And Tom Morello is an average rock guitar player who is massively, massively like creative, like on a whole other level. Like it's it's not a higher level. It's just a, it's just a totally different, different fucking level. He took an instru- a, a traditional instrument and made it unorthodox. Uh, unorthodox like, exactly. Yeah, like Jimi Hendrix. Like I always said, you know what? He's not the greatest guitarist. He's just an average guitar. Like he said, did he, shit he, that no but, one else but, yeah, would even like, think the, to do. Exactly. There yeah. was like that was around the era when effect pedals were coming out and like the way he used them. Like like they were like, okay, I'm gonna do this with this. I'm like, okay, that's cool. But I mean. But yeah, I mean, I respect him as a, a as a creative musician, as a creative Absolutely, musician yeah. more as a than just Dude, a, to me, it's a like shredder. He's an artist. He's as far as your artist, yes. as far as your talent goes, for me, it has nothing to do with if whether I like you or not. I couldn't fucking care less how talented you are. Your shit either sounds cool or doesn't. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like again, like we were talking about at the start of this with fucking country stuff. It's like yes, there are fucking talented musicians in country music. I just don't fucking like it. It's fine. It, not everybody needs to be like, oh, here's the other thing. Talent also shows up in many different forms. And just because you don't like the form doesn't mean it's not there. So mm-hmm. anyway. I learned a long time ago to say that's not my, 
that's not my cup of tea aside from saying that sucks. Yeah, yeah. Or that sucks, they're horrible. Like I I I, I learned that. I I guess I humbled my, I was hum, I was humbled a long time ago, years ago. And uh I was like, "You know what? Yeah." And I mean, I thought about it. I'm like, "Yeah, I can't I'm not going to say something sucks because someone else obviously it doesn't. Some people like it." Yeah. It's just not my cup of tea. I'll still say stuff sucks, <laughs> but like to Saint me, Saint Anger sucked. To me, it's like <laughs> okay, Metallica. Okay, I can say that Saint Anger by Metallica sucked. To mm-hmm. me, it's like when I say something sucks, it's basically just I don't fucking like it. Yeah, to each their own. Yeah, but yeah. that that's not. I'm not saying everyone should think like me. But uh, okay, so oh wait, you gotta go. It's your turn. Yeah, you haven't said anything really about what. Just about what the conversation well, just the having? fucking rap metal fucking thing like what's your like did you grow up so listening more to rap or to metal or like how did you like you it know? switched off when i was a kid i uh because you know i was coming up around the same time i mean i was there around the same time you guys would have been because i'm the youngest out of everybody here yeah i'm 37 yeah so i'm seven years old it's 1992 what's happening around then the chronic snoop dogg um, OJ Simpson trial. Oh, that was ninety four. That was ninety four, uh, but 94. not too far off. Not too far though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Wu-Tang. Oh, what's it called? Wu Tang. Also, who, who, who's the Ronnie Danger? Ronnie Dangerfield. Uh, Ron- <laughs> <laughs> Very different. What's his fucking name? Like, Rodney no- King. Ronnie King. Ronnie, yeah, Run yeah. DMs. Or sorry, uh, uh, Notorious B.I.G. was huge. <laughs> but you want to know what time. was the biggest thing was to me B.I.G. at the time? Was B.I.G. huge in ninety two? Oh yeah, dude. Vanilla Snow and Farmers. Snow, dude. Uh, I'm going naughty by nature, dude. Dude, yeah, OPP. Hip hop parade. Oh yeah, hip hop parade. Fucking song, dude. I still bump that record, dude. It's still fun. It's, I don't want to be old dude here, I'm, but like, they don't make them like they used to. Uh, you know yeah, what I mean? Dude, dude. <sighs> there's yeah, there's dude. a certain quality about the, that stuff. I mean, na- nowadays rap. I really don't know what's big out there. I mean, yes, I know Kendrick Lamar and uh, Chance the Rapper. I don't consider Drake, Drake a rapper. Fuck yeah, him. I don't either, but... I uh, fucking love Drake, dude. He's fucking awesome. I, he's, he's a great fucking... He must be in he, a I wouldn't say great rapper. He's a great fucking... Performer. He's, he's, like, he's entertaining. Yes. You know yeah, what's but funny? He, I mean, that dude could fucking rap, too, man. I mean, okay, here's the thing. You don't, you don't make him like they used to? Too Short is a horrible fucking rapper. <laughs> Snoop Dogg is a terrible fucking rapper. Like, bottom line, they fucking can't rap their way out of a fucking box, dude. Like, they're, they're horrible. But what made them fucking cool? Again, it's the fucking Jimi Hendrix. The, the one they were... Well, okay, actually... <laughs> actually, no, not Too Short. Too Short, the reason he was fucking huge was because he fucking said shit that people like to fucking hear, and he said it all yeah. the fucking time. He was very vulgar, too. Yeah. Like, people oh, yeah, big time. Big also, time. like, you gotta think of... Oh, dude, also, Two Life Crew, man. Fuck, um, yeah, that, that, that's one that didn't last for a reason. You think of Luther Campbell from Luther? Two Life Crew? I don't even know who the rest of the guys were. That's the only one that that, that matters, really. Yeah. Like, yeah, I grew up listening. I mean, yeah, dude. Like, it was, it's a little kid thing because I was a little kid at the time. It was like, oh, he said pee pee or something. Oh, he said me like so that. horny. Like, yeah, I dude. was like five years old. Like, me yep. so horny. Like, mm-hmm. the fuck does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds cool. And then when you hear Full Metal Jacket later, you're like, oh, you're like, that's oh, where oh, that came that from. from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. It was just. Yeah, I, I could absolutely. I, I've been that. listening to vulgarity all my life because of because of Too Short and <laughs> and Two Live Crew. Yeah, and that extends to as I was talking about earlier with the new metal dude, um, you know, Limp Bizkit. Yeah. Um, kind of an evolution of that today. A mirror, Attila. It's always existed in one form or another, and it keeps changing face, but it's kind of the same thing. You know what I mean? You yeah. can suck my but, dick. But there should blah, be blah, some. Blah. But I feel like 
metal and and hip hop or rap or whatever you want to call it, kind of like, kind of forked. In, Absolutely, kind yeah, of yeah, forked yeah, yeah. away for a while. Yeah, and I kind of missed that 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 I do too camaraderie about like oh dude let's have a hip hop artist or a rap uh, a rapper do on this song or vice versa. Like yeah. I think that's why like a lot. Okay, yeah, we're gonna I'm gonna get into this right now. Post Malone and Ozzy Osbourne. Mm-hmm. People tend to forget Ozzy Osbourne has done more hip hop con- uh, collaborations before, even way before Post Malone. Yeah, and. uh People are giving him shit. Like, haven't you forgot he's done stuff with ODB and and, and I got and one of the DMX. yeah one of those is on my list. And uh, I'll, I'll do a can, can I do a special shout out? Yeah, can I do a special shout out right yeah, now? Yeah. I'm gonna do Chef Aid, Ozzy Osbourne, DMX, Old Dirty Bastard, and Crystal Method. It was it ain't mm-hmm. got ain't, ain't got ain't nowhere to run. Got yeah, no, yeah, got nowhere to run. Got nowhere to hide. Yeah, man. That, Dude, so that, that's the thing. I, I fell down a DMX hole last night, and I was just like, "Fuck, man! I wish he did more collaborations with more." Nowhere to run. Yards. That was the call. That was yeah, called. Yeah, nowhere to run, dude. That's a badass fucking song. Yeah, it was absolutely. originally a Crystal Method song that Crystal Method sampled into doing that song. It was uh, sampling. That's another thing about the Ozzy Post Malone thing that people fail to fucking realize is, especially from the metal community. Okay, because so. On the rap end, not especially. Know, it is the metal community. Well, because I've seen it on the rap end, where I've it's like some too, of the younger yeah. people are like, "Oh man, Post Malone put you know this oh, Ozzy, Ozzy Osbourne, Osbourne yeah, this yeah. young cat, yeah. right?" So, <laughs> but people are like, "How the fuck?" So in the metal community, it's, and we I've, had this conversation. We have in the metal community. I see, you know, if you're if if you know how how is it these fucking kids don't know who Ozzy Osbourne is, and I'm like, okay, well, hey asshole, do you know who the fuck Post Malone is? Oh, you don't? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, what oh. makes that any fucking different? Yeah, well, because he's fucking huge. Like, and but the but in their mind, Post Malone is like this piece of shit, nothing, and Ozzy is God. And it's like, well, wait a minute, you got to think on the flip side of that, dude. To someone younger, okay, comes down to this: we are now in a time, and you talk it's about gen- talk about ma- metal and rap forking and being far- forking. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. You didn't see what he did, people. But they he, already he, he, forked. They already forked, and it was called new metal. But mm-hmm. no, the, moving away from each other a little bit more. You are now in a time, probably the first fucking time there's ever been, where you literally do not have to listen to anything you do not mm-hmm. want to listen to. Short of being at work, which you're getting paid to be there. You do not have to listen to anything you don't want to. So it's not that fucking weird that some kid or anybody for that matter has no clue who Ozzy Osbourne is. Because I'll tell you right now, dude, in, like by nowadays standard, that fucking Ed Sheeran guy, way bigger than probably Ozzy ever fucking was. Yeah, well, yeah. Because if we still and had such a short career, if too, we still had so album sales and shit, it, dude, he'd be outselling Ozzy all fucking day, right? Much, much bigger bands like Coldplay. Well, dude, dude, Coldplay is another think, one. They like, were fucking huge. You gotta, you gotta remember with Ozzy, dude. His number one, his number. He only went number one once. Yeah, and that was not even his song. It was the, the song that he did with uh freaking what's her name? Oh, the Lita Ford Lita song. Lita Ford yeah. song. That's uh, the only yeah, time yeah, he ever yeah, went yeah, number yeah. one. Like but, the thing is, the thing is, like, like how many times did Ed Sheeran go number one? Like, people Fuck. gotta fucking f- yeah. first remember. There's plenty of artists bigger than Ozzy Osbourne for one. And Post Malone's probably one of them. But the other thing is this. If some kid wants to say, like, hey, fucking Post Malone just put Ozzy Osbourne on the map, it was really smart for Ozzy Osbourne to do that fucking song because it does put him back on the fucking map, dude. Mm -hmm. You have to figure out a way 
We've talked about it before. Artists keeping themselves relevant. And and it's like, fucking dude, it's Kiss doing a fucking disco song. It's the Rolling Stones doing a disco song. It's David Bowie doing disco and dancey type fucking songs. It's all of these artists doing different types of little things, even if it's just one song. It's keeping yourself... In the, it's keeping yourself relevant to, to what's happening right to, now. To add on to what you're saying, we're old. Yeah, we're old. <laughs> and you know, it's just the old people, the old people complaining about because the, they about, stopped listening to well, new well, shit. Well, it's not even that. It's, it's not. There's a generation gap. There, there, there is. There's, there's a lot of stuff. You know, the, that that contributes to this. It's, uh, it's like, okay, for example, when I was ten years old. If if my parents would have been like, oh, you don't know who? Let's just say who, who was like. Who was big back then? Yeah, no, well, not even then. Dan, not, not even big back. Not Steely even Dan. big back then. Who was big to them when they were younger? Oh shit! See, uh, so like, let's just say for my for you know. Oh okay. Oh, you don't know who Three Dog Night is or to a, to an eight nine year old? Yeah. Fuck no, I don't. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Who the fuck is that? Do you yeah. know who Lawrence Welk is? Yeah, yeah exactly. No, no. I don't know who that is. Yeah. I do now, but like, t- I didn't when I was a kid. If you're telling me who ten, he wasn't if, on the radio. Yeah, if you're telling ten year old SDA, do you know who that was? I'd be like, fuck no. But did you know who Ozzy was then? Fuck yes. Here's I a did. weird thing. Mm-hmm. So we we got it's into a this generation with, thing. Yeah, it's me and Deja got into this with Brett, where it was like fucking all these. I guess something came out where like all these kids were pulled or something. They didn't know who Paul McCartney. Was he did a song with Kanye oh, West yeah, or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? It's literally the same, thing, the same, same thing, thing two years ago. The they were just like, how, how the fuck does someone not know who Paul McCartney is? And I'm like, okay, here's a fucking fun fact because I'm old, like I'm as old as Brett almost, and I'm older. I mean, I'm almost ten years older than Deja. When I grew up, dude, I fucking heard John Lennon before I knew he was in the Beatles. Same. Same. I had no idea Imagine. he was in the Beatles. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. I'd and then the, I got into the Beatles. I yeah. knew who the no. I knew who the Beatles were. I'd heard plenty of Beatles songs, and then I heard John Lennon stuff, and I heard Paul McCartney stuff. I had no idea that they were in the Beatles because the Beatles to me were just the Beatles. I didn't yeah, know yeah, who yeah, the yeah, dudes yeah. were. I didn't know who their names were. Yeah. That so was, it was like, yeah. Again, it's like. How the fuck would you expect some kid now in the streaming age where he doesn't have to listen to anything like that? How would you expect that kid to know who the fuck Paul McCartney is? He's not on commercials, which we don't have anymore. He's not fucking in movies, which you might watch. He's not in a fucking TV series. Like, how would a kid know who the fuck Paul McCartney is? Exactly. We're not trapped anymore, dude. We we used to be trapped and we had to know who these people were. Because Uh, I had to know, I couldn't fucking care less who the fucking Beatles are, dude. I fucking can't stand the fucking Beatles. The only reason I know who they are is because (laughs) I had to fucking hear them. If I listened to the radio, I had to fucking hear them. Like, I don't fucking care who fucking Carly Simon is. Couldn't fuck. I don't like that fucking song. You're so vain, bro. Exactly. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, then it was, I think it was a cover, right? Probably. It is a cover. It like, is a cover. I yeah. couldn't I fucking know. care who half... Like, all this shit I grew up with, dude, I, if I hear it now, it's a big-time nostalgia because I grew up listening to it, but that's literally the only reason I care about it. That's not the stuff I wanted to listen to when I was a kid. I wanted to hear Kiss, like, 24 fucking 7. Exactly. Dude. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to hear ACDC 24 7. It's like me. I just wanted to listen but, to Metallica when I was growing but up. But I had yeah. to fucking oh, listen to this other stuff because it was always around. You know what I mean? And it's like, now, dude, it's not always around. We get to choose now. And it's like, Jesus fucking Christ, dude. You can't, one, you can't expect. Two, here's another thing. A lot of people do get stuck. They get stuck, whatever. And some people get stuck. Most people, 
I would say the majority of people get stuck whatever they were listening to when they were partying a lot or whatever they were, they were growing up when they, so late teens, early 20s, early to mid 20s. That's where a lot of people get fucking stuck. Yeah. And everything after that, dude, I mean, if they have kids, sometimes they know who the people are. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, even then, they don't necessarily know who it is or they're, they're, they're familiar with it, but they don't really fucking listen to it. So I know a lot of dudes that are fucking stuck in like 80s. Like they, they still just Van Halen is the shit. Like yeah. Van Halen and fucking Motley Crue is the best thing ever. Yeah. And it's oh, like, okay, man. we're like, and it's the same with rap. Like I, the gym I go to, some of the people that are like your guys' age, it's fucking Tupac or bust. Like that's it. That's it. Fuck it. Everything now fucking sucks. And I'm just like, wow, dude, like there's a lot of fucking good shit right now. Mm-hmm. And it's not just fucking Drake, dude. I mean, fucking Meek Mill fucking kicks ass, dude. Lil Wayne fucking kicks ass. And even those dudes are old. Yeah, I was going to say. Even those dudes. So I still, I listen to like fucking shit like Suicide Boys. I'll listen to fucking. Oh, I uh, like Suicide Boys. Oh, dude, they're fucking hard as fuck. Like, I mean, it's like new shit. It's like Scars, LXD or some shit like that. Like like Kendrick Lamar, dude. That shit's cool. Kendrick is fucking, you know, Kendrick's cool. But I mean, it's weird to me that fucking like the game and fucking, you know, the the game and fucking Lil Lil Wayne and Drake, like those are kind of all the old school guys. But yeah. somehow, well, yeah, Drake game. has managed to fucking stay at the fucking top. Even considering, like, he's had a really long run as being one of the top he fucking has guys. More number ones than the Beatles. Yeah. Well, yeah, Mariah yeah. Carey did that before he did. Yeah. <laughs> she beat out the Beatles a long time ago. Uh, Twenty-eight singles. Oh yeah. Uh, dude, Mariah Carey didn't have like twenty-eight singles. Well, the Beatles back then didn't have twenty-eight fucking number ones. Yeah, they did. No, no. There's a lot of those that came post fucking 1990s. Oh, is it the re-releases and whatnot? Oh yeah, dude, but big time. That inflates everything. Well, yeah, it does. I mean, it did with Led Zeppelin too. I mean, not with number ones, but with fucking like album numbers. Queen, Absolutely. Queen recently went through that too because of the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're gonna have a bunch more of that really soon. Yeah, there's Same a lot of there's Crow. a lot of that stuff that that as it goes on. You know, if you fucking tack on, like, but I mean, I'm talking like at the time or whatever. Like, fucking dude, like that was a big thing that Mariah Carey had was like. Or it was like one of her albums had more fucking number one songs on it than no, any that, fucking that was, Beatles thing. That, that was it. It, the, it was the album that had the most like, number one. She was fucking huge, dude. Like, I mean, fucking huge. But like now, you know, like, yeah, it doesn't. Now su- she's just huge. Well. <laughs> oh, wah, wah. <laughs> 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 all right. She's going to get back at us because we have to hear that fucking Christmas song every goddamn day uh, once it turns November 1st. Uh, yeah. Yep. Okay, Probably before that even. Anyway. Uh, but I mean, especially fucking gangster rap because that was the heavy metal of fucking rap. That was everything that was, it was harder than anything else. Mm-hmm. Like, that was a that was big like thing. The black like, metal of- yeah, it, yeah, it kind of was. It was like yeah. a big fucking, you know, it's like the kids, you know, the kids in the fucking, I don't know, I guess inner city or fucking, you know, black kids, Mexican kids, whatever. It's like, me growing up in white ass Idaho listening to heavy metal and my parents going what the fuck is he listening to you know and it's like the same thing those those parents that were listening to R&B and like and funk stuff and and pop music that were like what the fuck is my kid listening to right. like I mean he's listening to fucking n-word over and over and over everything's fuck this fuck that it's talking about killing people. It's talking about robbing people. It's talking about, I mean, all, and they're just probably doing the same thing my parents were doing. It was like, what the fuck? You know, like, man, there are it, a lot of It might have <laughs> seemed like fucking dangerous music at the time. And now it's so weird to me that it's like so common now. Yeah, yeah. I was but say, you have parents now. So that's the thing. Like, you guys, you like, 
your age and above. You have parents now. I've seen this shit on Instagram, dude. The mom's got the fucking minivan. She's got fucking two kids in the fucking back seat and fucking car seats. Yep. And she's rocking out to fucking sweat drips from my balls mm-hmm. by fucking little John and Ying Yang twins. And I'm like, fucking dude, like. Is that the name of the song, really? I don't think no. It's I think it's called something. It's else. called something. That's a generalization. Oh. I, I don't actually. Know. I've, I've, I mean, I've kind of skipped skeet. That's a CB four song. I, it might dude. be skeet. Like, I kind of skipped that era a little bit. Oh like, yeah, but, no, I skipped that era for sure, dude. But I mean, oh, like I'm that's that's kind of like where they're at, like, and that's where she's stuck at, right? So that's yeah. what she's listening to. The same way I was listening to fucking like suffocation and shit when my fucking son's in the back fucking of my car. Yeah. Like, and again, and again, it's like it's just. So fucking commonplace now. And I mean, even speaking of Ozzy, I mean, now fucking, you know, like Iron Man and fucking War Pigs and fucking Crazy Train are played at every sporting event and on fucking car commercials and shit. It became so regular where back then it was so fucking dangerous. And this is the Prince of Darkness and fucking all this shit. There's a movie about There's a movie about NWA for fuck's sakes that went huge. Like, I'm like, dude, this, when this shit came out, was it huge? Was the movie that huge? It was was a fucking big movie. It wasn't, it wasn't, um, I mean, nothing's, nothing's comic book movies huge. Nothing's Fast and Furious huge. Like right now, but for uh, a regular movie that wasn't a comic, it was, that's not a series. Yeah. It was fucking big. Yeah, like right now I'm really like on Hulu with the Wu Tang. Uh, I want to watch that. I, I still haven't watched it. It's so good. It's like. Uh, Did you guys watch the Hip Hop Evolution one on Netflix? No, I still want to watch that. No, too. I still want to watch it. There, there's that. second season on it. I think. I think so. Yeah. But I mean, that's that was. There's so many fucking parallels, dude, between fucking rap, rap and, and metal, metal. dude, so, and it's like fucking even even today's mute. Like I don't know, like because obviously you have. I don't know if you have D'Lo, but you you you're listening to hip hop and and and. You know, to, of today's dude. Current. I was in a fucking rap metal band. No, 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 like, no, I actually was the rapper. No, like current, like current <laughs> stuff. You listen to current. Oh yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of yeah. y- 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 there's a lot of like rock influences and stuff in there too. But, like even with the chord progressions, it's not just beats anymore. There's like well, stylistically, like oh, what? Well, not stylistically. There's um, chord progressions. There's a oh my god. There's a word for it. Structurally, there, there's, stru- yeah, 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 there's yeah. a lot of similarities there's between stru- the two. Nowadays, there's a lot of structure because it's not just boom, 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 beats. It's not just beats. It's like there's structure. There's music. Yeah, there's well, because like even back, even back in the fucking day, like w- especially with metal, there wasn't a ton of similarities. Like because it really came about, dude, when fucking new metal hit. I mean, it really fucking did. And I mean, granted, like, Rage Against the Machine was long before Corn, but Ross Robinson really fucking went hardcore with it. Yeah. Where he's like, all right, I'm stripping all of this shit out. And essentially, what you listen to that first Corn album, man, you listen to that stuff on there, he's not necessarily rap doing the rap style no, vocals a isn't. whole hell of a lot. I mean, it's, aside from music, Shoots and Ladders. But the music itself Shoots is, and Ladders, he's straight up fucking rapping on. Mm-hmm. But the music is very rap influenced, dude. Oh, yeah, like, dude. And the, the beats, like the Dave beats, Silvera's the structures, beats? the oh, bass yeah. lines, all that fucking stuff, oh, dude. For sure. Like the way the fucking guitars are doing their they fucking co- thing. They sort of cover Cypress Hill at the end of Blind. If you call that. Yeah, that's, that's We Ain't Going Out Like That, which oh, was... Well, yeah. Also, almost a thing on my list, and now that's on another one. So. But I mean, that's that was a thing. Like it's that it's where back in the day it was. I guess rap was more fucking structured as uh, more like rock songs. Well, then yeah, also, been, when new metal came out, well, metal was fucking actually structuring more like rap songs. And it, again, what was happening at the time? Rap was fucking huge, dude. Why wouldn't you fucking take advantage of that? And you can kind of. I mean, I know everybody says Rage Against the Machine. I know everybody fucking says you know like. To some degree, the first Tool album, 
to some you know really corn. oh yeah dude it's weird but as far whatever. as what as far as new metal oh no 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 we're getting into all that another time uh, no no i'm saying like yeah. people hit fucking corn or whatever but i'm yeah. telling you right now dude one of the biggest ones dude that fucking no one even fucking thinks of dude as far as metal goes dude fucking biohazard oh dude yes you know so like that's the thing I, you know it's like whatever they were a fucking big one that brought that real fucking urban influence to it but even before them dude agnostic front dude sick of it all they were fucking in that new york i mean they were fucking new york city hardcore dude. yeah that hardcore scene back there had a and lot hardcore of hip-hop was super married dude, yeah. to fucking rap dude oh, like yeah. so it wasn't that Bad weird ball. when bands like e-town concrete and fucking snapcase and fucking all these like dude, essentially rap yeah. metal f- rap core bands came out it doesn't seem that weird to me. All they really did was kind of just change the cadence a little bit and give it a little I bit mean, of the same fucking music and structured a little more like rap. And it became so huge to the point where it was like, I, I swear to God, dude, like it was, it was kind of building as you see a little a, bit. You and then all of a sudden Linkin Park came out. Yeah, and that's fucking the Apex, dude, right Link, there. Linkin Park and Papa Roach came out. Now you have a pop influence on it. Yeah. Fucking forget about it. It Done, was game over. Th- that was that blew up everything. But even even, be- it even before all that, rap but too. You, even before all that, you know, you 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 got to give credit. Like you saw it happening slowly but surely, but you saw it a lot in the nineties. But you got to give credit to like you know, Michael Jackson and Van Halen. Those, I mean, it's not metal and hit and rap, but it was that that was that sweet rock and and and. It was crossover. It was that sweet crossover with yeah. the badass fucking solo, and then oh, also yeah, and he was. I mean, Eddie Van Halen was in the music. Yeah, video. exactly. And and then he was. Pete, yeah, yeah, he was. He was soloing. Yeah. yeah. And then you had you, you barely he, his head's down. That's the only way anybody knew Eddie Van Halen was on the song because he wasn't. They didn't have. It doesn't on the album on the actual album. Maybe it does on Spotify, but on the actual album that I had, it just says fucking beat it. No shit. Yeah, it doesn't say featuring Eddie Van Halen. On the yeah, version I, mean, it doesn't I have, say it does, featuring but, Eddie but it Van gives him credit in the, in the... Well, in the, if you look yeah, at... If you if were you to read the, the liner notes, liner notes like yeah. it would probably fucking say, but like, I never read the liner notes. I mean, I was... Fuck, but also, I was like yeah, 10 you, years old. That, I mean, you'd ha- you, had, ha- you had that, and of course, obviously, Aerosmith and Run DMC, dude, mm-hmm. fucking... Of course, you saw that. You, you we well, had little you, things too you, that you a lot of like people. That. You, you see that. You, you saw it coming. You, had you little... saw that rapping and the, and the rock metal and you that. You had some stuff too, like where um, you know you had stuff like Good Time Boys by fucking Red Hot Chili Peppers that was massively rap influenced. Mm-hmm. But you also had a fucking song like fucking Bust a Move that actually had Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers in the music video. Yeah, playing his fucking bass, and he had a significant. He had a, enough of a look to where any. Any rock, not any, but like most of the people could probably figure out either either A, they knew who Flea was and they knew it was him, or B, they could at least tell that he's not a fucking rap guy. You knew he was in some kind of a rock band, right? Yeah, yeah. And that was a thing. It was like there was there was lots of fucking stuff like that. You had the fir- the very first MTV Unplugged, dude. Fucking, I mean, LL Cool J had an actual band playing with him. So killer, dude. You know, so there was there's always been that thing and. One honorable mention I'm going to fucking give to this whole fucking thing, dude, is Rick fucking Rubin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude, Rick Rubin. Like, sure. he, woo. I mean, dude, he listen to that. Slayer, listen to Run DMC, dude. Dude, like, listen, on, dude license to ill. License to ill. They sample fucking Led Zeppelin songs. They fucking have Kerry King on the fucking album. They, and the Beastie Boys fucking are another one because, I mean, they actually were a punk band before they fucking were rappers. And mm-hmm. it's like, they're not, you know, Post Malone isn't the first fucking, you know, metalhead that couldn't make money 
doing metal, so he became like a fucking rap slash R&B fucking dude. I mean, fucking dude, the Beastie Boys did the same fucking thing. And then later, once they got big enough to where they could do whatever they wanted to do, they added now they fucking, you know, and they actually released one of their old... communication, right? Yeah. With, uh, oh no, dude, Paul's, Paul's boutique. They're fucking. There's a ton of fucking guitar work on that shit. Like, but then they eventually even released one of their old albums. You know, like, and it's just a straight up fucking punk album, dude. Yeah. Like, but I mean, they would Rick Rubin. You know, like he was essentially without probably knowing. <laughs> you know, he was just probably doing movement. something he fucking loved. He, he, you know, he liked fucking rap and he liked fucking metal. Batman or whatever. just has a good ear, man. But like, yeah. also, dude, like fucking another fucking honorable mention from me, dude. Like, is as far as like, it's not really. I guess it doesn't count. But I'm gonna fucking call it an honorable mention just because it kind of got this whole fucking thing going. Is suicidal tendencies join the army? Oh, the song join yeah. the army. Like that fuck. That is a rap fucking metal song, and I think. There were a I lot mean, of sui- fuck- suicidal tendencies. Just an honorable mention to be. Even period. back then, yeah. there was a lot of fucking people. They may not have known it, but I mean, they really were exposed to some fucking rap, you know, through suicidal tendencies. That that they may not have noticed, but because of that was there, it opened it up for some of the other ones that we're going to be talking about now, where you actually could have, you know, okay, obviously Run DMC. Just their normal shit because they had so many guitars on their thing. Yeah. Between Run DMC on the rap side and fucking Suicidal Tendencies on the fucking metal side or you know punk side or whatever you want to call them back then, they between those two they kind of got everybody ready. So like everybody's oh, minds yeah. were a little bit more open to that sort of thing. So I think like I mean I I don't know about you guys. I, I tried to fucking grab songs that were actual collaborations. I didn't want to do like yeah. I tried to grab original songs no. too. Yeah. There's a lot of these where it's just like they're just kind of like it's it's basically like a metal band coming in and doing a cover. And some of those it sucks because it's it's not actually the rap artist redoing their verses. It's actually they they just take the acapella tracks, you know, and they give you know yeah, 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 yeah. whatever, and they just do it. But some of them, you know, then there's the other ones that where they actually do the song together, or you know, and there's not a lot of them where it's a rap guy, a rap artists or whatever they sampling a fucking metal thing and then having an like the actual artist come in and fucking do it i mean yeah. i can only think of a couple of them where they actually come in and do it um there's not a lot of the sample or i guess there's not a lot of the like rappers redoing like actually to the point where it's a cover song i mean obviously samples but i mean not like a full cover song i mean i think uh I can only think of a, of, of a handful of those. So I tried to get as, as original songs as possible where it was like, you know, some type of rap artist and some type of rock slash metal artist mm-hmm. coming together and actually doing a fucking song together. Yeah, no, I feel that. You know what I mean? Yeah, the more we pared this down, we, we, we ended up with fewer th- selections than we started, I think. What do you have to say anything about this, D-Lo? I was going to say, d Yeah, you've been quiet. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you, you guys are engaged, and I've been up since yesterday morning. Party. Just as far as, because there was a lot of things I wanted to go over, just like, oh, this would be cool, and then I realized, well, that's kind of a different thing as far as taking, you know, samples from songs from metal You really had to think artists. about this. Like, there's a, like, yeah, a, yeah, dude. Like, I, know, I thought this would be way easier, and then I was just like, fuck, with the qualifiers you want to call it, maybe, you know? Yeah. The uh, criteria, perhaps, we'll I will it. say this. Uh, I will uh, that. They didn't make my my on uh, my top, but I will, I will uh, give a, a shout out to this uh, album in general. 
which is a collision course. Uh, Lincoln Park and Jay Z. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Cause you know what, dude? It, that might be a lot of people's only relation to anything metallic or rock oriented, whatever you want to call it. Currently, you know, yeah, the, yeah. For a lot of people, that's the only. That's yeah, the that, closest that album. I'm, I'm not a big Jay Z fan, and I'm, I'm not a big Lincoln Park fan. But dude, that album's fucking sick, and it's original. It's like in its own uh, an original. It's original. They got you know like Jay Z lyrics, and they put it on fucking. Lincoln Park music and vice versa, like and yeah. it fits and it, and it sounded really really good, and uh, and especially dude, I it was on MTV, it was on VH1, dude, yeah, the yeah. live performances, it was everywhere, it was on radio, you you couldn't you couldn't you couldn't escape it, dude, yeah, it was no, huge, absolutely, yeah. it was huge. I could escape it because I've literally never heard any of it. <laughs> dude, I mean, technically, I know it's there, but I've never actually heard any of it. Technically, you have if you've heard Jay Z and or Lincoln Park from around that time, because that's literally all they did was they just kind of mashed up. It so, was that was the official mashup, right? Yeah. So they, just so you know, I've heard the first Lincoln Park album. Mm-hmm. That's the only Lincoln Park album I've heard. Obviously, I've heard it's the only some one singles. You really, really need to listen to. And I just never ever listened to Jay Z. Yeah, me neither. No, me neither. Like, that's why I, I gotta say. Like, I'm I, not a Jay Z. I'm not fan a Jay Z fan. Right. I'm not a big, huge Linkin Park fan. But that was everywhere. And then I went, um, you know, because of because of the because of, sh- of the podcast, I went back and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna give it a chance. And I didn't hate it as much as I thought I was gonna hate it. But that's why I'm gonna give it a special shout out, only yeah, because it sure. is a really huge collaboration of of rock and 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 hip hop, especially you know, Linkin Park being one of the biggest bands. I mean. Out there or were out there? Well, at I don't the know. time, at they the were time, they were one of the top. They were the top, dude. I mean, and uh, and then also Jay Z was on the top. You know, his his own label came out. He was bef- this pre Beyonce, I think, right? Too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, it was way, way pre Beyonce. Yeah. So like, ninety nine problems and uh, big pimpin', all those songs written. Of oh, course. speaking of, uh, I guess an honorable mention for a couple live songs. Um, Jay Z doing ninety nine problems over WMA with Pearl Jam because oh, he really? did a tour with Pearl Jam. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. You've never seen that? that it's now. sick. It's fucking cool. When he comes walk. He comes walking out and he's like, "Hey, fucking keep that bass line going." So they played a and he's like fucking he comes out and he just fucking starts doing 99 problems and stone gossard starts playing the fucking shit because like 99 problems like has guitar in it like so yeah yeah. um but yeah that one's really cool and then obviously fucking dude rage against the machine and cypress hill doing how i can just kill kill that's my that's my uh forget about it that's one of my my favorite live things i've ever fucking seen in my life dude. especially with, with Tom Riddle the way he's like, bah, 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 bah. Dude, oh, dude. okay so this one night man I fucking eat a bunch of fucking acid dude like yes. I was pissed off at a fucking friend of mine yes. for and I didn't talk to him for like months dude yes. like and uh he had this fucking house that we all hung out at so I mean I just basically quit going over there for like a long time and in this town like I mean small fucking town you don't yeah. have a whole lot of places to go oh I know that like and it's dead of fucking winter dude I'm frying my fucking nuts off I'm wearing this fucking old school like army fucking you know those uh, the green uh, coats or whatever mm-hmm. those old school ones I'm wearing that shit like I fucking I don't know why the fuck for some reason someone fucking convinced we were gonna go over to my buddy's this you know my ex friend's house I think we were picking someone up or something, right? And I, I and I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Like I'm just gonna fucking go over there, dude. Like fucking whatever, fine. And I fucking remember walking in there, 
And I mean, I'd seen Juice like fucking hundred times, dude. Like, but they were watching Juice at the time, mm-hmm. and I walked in there. And it was on the fucking part where he's chasing fucking Q and they had he oh, and yeah, there's yeah, the party yeah. and they had fucking how I could just kill a man on and I walk in there and I'm just fucking <laughs> you know like cause that was like one of my favorite fucking rap songs, dude. Fucking I mean Cypress Still Hill is, dude. fucking Cypress was Hill, huge. Man. I got thrown in fucking jail in Connecticut, dude, and fucking it was just basically what they were gonna do, they were just gonna fucking have us there and let us bail out. But because when we got thrown in there, I was drunk as fuck, dude. I fucking started climbing the fucking cell. We were all in our own holding cell, right? <laughs> each, each one of us, there was like five of us. We are taking up five cells. They didn't put us all in the same one. Um, so I had glasses, and I had a hoodie with a fucking string in it. So I wasn't able to have my glasses, so I couldn't see. And I wasn't able to have my hoodie. I didn't have a shirt on underneath. So I was fucking shirtless, shoeless, fucking sightless in this fucking cold-ass right. jail cell. I was fucking pissed, dude. And all of a sudden, man, I just started climbing the fucking goddamn... Because it was the actual bars? bars. Yeah, I started climbing the bars and I was singing Pigs by Cypress Hill. Nice. And they made me sit there overnight. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't let me bail out. There's a story And I was like, you. fucking assholes, dude. Oh, like, give me a fucking blanket, Like, Cypress dude. Hill was mm-hmm. fucking huge, dude. I mean, Two Live Crew, I was like fucking, you know, I was like fucking 11 years old. I was in like seventh grade when that shit came out. Like, I mean... All this fucking stuff, like, I've been listening to fucking, like, rap's been a thing for me for fucking ever. And I, and it's weird because, I mean, yeah, maybe I should tell the fucking people listening. I mean, yeah, I'm the fucking death metal guy, but I'm also, like, a huge fucking rap fan, yeah, dude. Like, dude. I fucking have always, and R&B, too. Like, and, and that's the thing. Like, I've always fucking, my band fucking D-Nots that I used to play in, like, I mean, it took me a minute to talk him into let me do it, but... I mean, we had like three or four songs, like well, about three songs yeah, that he would respect, let me rap on. You have respect for music. That's the yeah. thing. I mean, he, he would, stuff. He'd let me fucking rap on a like one of the songs, dude. Even he's he's kind of doing a thing like that. Like it's it's like a Jonathan Davis, Corey Taylor, like he's rapping, but he's not right. Yeah. But like it's a song called "Chicken Head Crank or Bitch," and it was like about these three fucking girls that we knew that were all fucking crank, fucking massive fucking crank addicts, dude. Like and. He has a verse at the start. My buddy Josh fucking wrote a, a verse for the middle part where like, okay, so now the same singer, he does the first part. It's more like a Jonathan Davis style. The second one, he's actually fucking rapping it. Mm-hmm. And then I had a verse at the end of it where I'm fucking rapping on it. That was the first fucking song from a local band played on the Idaho fucking Southeast Idaho rock fucking station because they decided to have like a four locals only thing where they play four local songs and i may have told the story before but like fucking dude like the guy fucking his i think his name is ian or something like that like he hits me up and he's like fucking hey send me the song and i was like okay cool do you need a fucking edited track and he's like no man it's cool i got it like i'll edit it here and i was like okay cool because we don't have a clean version of the song and he's like all right and fucking he's just like yeah no problem just email me the mp3 so i email well i didn't email him the mp3 um you had to that was before email had that much <laughs> capacity yeah, yeah so yeah, i had to yeah. put it on a disc <laughs> take it to the, yeah. the fucking place and i handed it to him and then it was supposed to be sunday night at fucking five o'clock so i mean church is out nice. for everybody yeah right and fucking dude like i'm not shitting you man we had a bunch of people over fucking we're gonna listen to the fucking inaugural Four locals only, and D-Nots is going to be played, and fucking, he wanted it to be the first fucking song, because we were the biggest band, like, local band there, and fucking dude, he did not edit it at all. Nice. Like, not one fucking thing was edited in that fucking song, I was like, oh my god, dude, 
I think the first line in the song that my it's like listen up you needle sucking sloppy ass cheese cunt you blow for blow knees got rug burns or something Damn. like that. Like, nice. I mean that's the first shit in the song. Like, Tell I me mean, how you really feel. The fucking <laughs> chorus is just chicken head, chicken head, chicken head, crank core, crank core, bitch. Like that's the whole chorus. That sounds like a lot of hip hop songs too. Oh so. dude, yeah, 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 no, it's apropos. But I mean that know? was that was a fucking I mean we had that we had another song where I I rapped about like how I fucking started like listening to Kiss and ACDC like on my sister's stereo and stuff like and it wasn't a rap song like musically it wasn't a rap song at all it's just I for some reason when I I mean I aside from death metal and even some death metal I can fucking hear I could hear sp- spots where I'm like I could totally rap this fucking like over this thing yeah. yeah you know what I mean and then if I can't physically do it I'm pretty sure Tech 9 could do it like but mm-hmm. but like that was a big thing because at the time for that band I mean that was like 98 99 you know what I mean? Like, and that was the fucking boom, dude. That was like deep in it, man. Like, mm-hmm. new metal was a fucking a big thing at that point. Like, before that, it was still growing. Yeah. yeah. Like, 98, 99, I mean, now Linkin Park is a big thing. You know, Papa Roach is a big thing. Fucking Corn is a huge fucking thing. Like, mm-hmm. Limp Biscuit is a huge thing. Deftones. So, oh, dude, Deftones and fucking, you know, you, even even Head PE was still like, I mean, well, POD. All, I mean, P- uh, yeah, all that stuff was so fucking huge, dude. Like, so we we really fucking had, I mean, the original version of fucking D Nots to me was the epitome of a fucking new metal band. Like, mm-hmm. and we were fine with like that. That was we we wanted to play that stuff. I had been wanting to fucking combine rap and metal since literally fucking joined the army in like what 1986 85 let's see is it 80s it might be 87 i mean that was i always liked the idea of that and then obviously fucking you know um you know a few other things that might come up later like you know came out and 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 then obviously listening to fucking you know rap with fucking guitars on it like it was such a huge not even a huge thing for me it was just a thing that made so much sense to me Right, you know that I finally had a chance to where it was like, okay, I'm, I'm actually not a terrible rapper. Like I'm a decent enough rapper to be able to do it on a mic in front of people. Yeah, you know, and I'm in a band that is playing the kind of stuff that's really conducive, <clears throat> you know, to that. It just made fucking all the sense in the world. Absolutely, and we were the only band around that was like that. Yeah. I'm not in the world. I'm just like in, the area. <laughs> in no, Southeast yeah, yeah, Idaho. Sure. We were the only band around that was like that. Everybody else was kind of your traditional fucking metal band or, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, or thrash band or something. So it really, <clears throat> and there wasn't at the time, there wasn't a ton of bands either. So even within the bands that were around, we did kind of stand out a little bit more. And that's why I think we got so fucking popular, you know, and then you have a song called Chicken Egg Crank or Bitch, like right in the middle of the fucking meth craze. Yeah, yeah. Fucking forget about it. Everybody fucking knows somebody like that. Oh, Even yeah. fucking girls were singing that shit about like fucking ex-friends of theirs that just fucking went off the deep end. You know, I mean, I mean, it was it was fucking so big. And then it never really went away for me. Like it was just I mean, obviously, new metal got. I mean, with anything, I mean, it can it balloon and it everything can del- can dilute a little bit. Yeah. Well, and so at the time too, that's the other thing. What kind of the problem where like now it's not so much of an issue is you didn't have the avenue that we have now where you could fucking like I, right now if I fucking wanted to. I mean, I have a fucking drum. I mean, I have a rap drum program. If I borrowed a guitar from Esty and I borrowed a bass from like whoever. 
I could technically fucking right now make a fucking new metal album and put it on fucking SoundCloud or fucking Spotify or YouTube all on my own and people can fucking hear it. And so now you have all these different fucking like sub, sub, sub genres that are, you're just like, wow, I can't believe people are doing this stuff. And there's something out there for literally every single fucking person where back like when new metal kind of went out of the spotlight, it never really died, but when it went out of the spotlight, there wasn't those same avenues. So those bands yeah. weren't getting signed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why things, you know, back then died out where like, Right, like Nowadays, a, it doesn't really die out, and now, yeah. right, I mean, actually, right now, yeah, it's making one a huge the, comeback. Yeah, but. Like, I think one of the last bands I remember liking out of the new metal before, I don't want to say die out, like you said, it didn't die out. It just didn't be. It wasn't as huge. It was Primer Fifty Five? Yeah, dude. Well, okay, Those Primer Fifty Five, dude. Like, that was a sick band. Yeah, dude. Rest in peace. Loose was one of my yeah, favorite. Rest in peace. I went to a fucking con. Their second album fucking sucked. Like, oh, God, I fucking hated it. And it was like, okay, they were a one and done for me. And I was like, I totally fine with it. I didn't know there was two it. albums. I just thought there was one. <laughs> no, there's two albums. And the second one was fucking that. terrible. But, like, again, the dude, um, Bobby Burns, the guitar player, mm-hmm. joined Soulfly mm-hmm. as a bass player. It's like, all right, cool. He's still doing stuff. I don't know whatever happened to the fucking singer. And then there's he fucking... Passed uh, he passed away last year. Oh, oh this yeah, year, that's this right. Year, this year. Um, yeah, and then there was... Uh, actually, isn't it to me? No, Toomey's the guitarist. Toomey was one of the replacement guitarists. He's a replacement guitarist? Yeah. Okay. He, I think he was the second album guy. Or if not, he was oh, is even he? after that. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Sorry, Josh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the second album's terrible. I can't stand it. But there was just something about that fucking that introduction to Mayhem that was just fucking awesome. Yeah, dude. I'm going to save that for a new metal episode. But, like, yeah, they were one of the later, like, newer bands. Because a lot of the newer bands that came out, I mean, once Linkin Park and, and Papa Roach hit, they really kind of set the template for the kind of like the more like the poppier fucking side of it. Absolutely. Yeah. That that's when once that yeah. happens in any genre, for me, like a lot of it can go downhill. Cause I mean, you think like grunge too. I mean, you had bands like fucking Cracker and even like Days of the New and, <clears throat> and Creed that were kind of like these new or Bush there were that were like these newer they're playing the same thing the fucking grunge bands are playing for the most part. More palatable, but, perhaps. But they definitely made it more radio. They cleaned it up for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, they made it more radio. And that's where. And you know what? Hey, man, if you like. I mean, I like some Creed fucking songs, dude. I know they're a Jesus band, but I like some of their fucking tunes, dude. I like. Um, I like some of the Days of the New and stuff like that, like Silver Chair and stuff. Oh, dude, Silver but Chair. It really kind of fucking went downhill fucking quick for me. And it's just, that's just the way shit goes, dude. Like, yeah. I mean, every fucking genre has, you know, a radio version of itself. I mean, even Deathcore, dude, like Asking Alexandria was a way to get like a little bit more pop side into there. I mean, even Attila, dude, like when they first yeah, started, they, yeah. they were like this really fun party Deathcore band. Yep. You know, now they're a whole fucking different trip, dude, like on the fucking new metal tip big time because they're probably one of the leaders, if not the, with Emur. Uh, as far as the new metal tip, the mm-hmm. new metal revival, I guess is what you would call it. They're the inheritors to the Limp Bizkit crown. Right. They, that's they're they're one of the ones that are bringing it all fucking back. And it's like, all right, cool. Like, because it's time for it to come back. Like, everything gets a comeback at least once. Yeah, right? If not more than once. And it's like, unless, right. you're, unless you're the 80s. Well, dude. <laughs> well, no, because nowadays, dude, like, you can get on fucking Spotify and you can find, like, 80s fucking, that new wave fucking 80s shit, like Miami yeah, Nights yeah. and stuff synth like that. There's, oh, yeah, yeah, synth dude, wave. The synth wave. yeah, dude. That shit's all shoot. there. So, like, mm-hmm. there's time new metal bands that are all there. 
Time Cop 1983, dude. Oh. Yeah, there's all this stuff that's there. It's just you got to go find it, but it's it's always there. So nowadays, I think like nothing's going to really die, right? Yeah, no, for sure. Once it comes back, it's it's going to now from here on out, once it comes back, it's always going to be there because you can still listen to shit that sounds just like fucking Led Zeppelin. And I know everybody likes to give that band a lot of shit, but fuck, man, it's time. Yeah, there's right? a whole generation of fucking people who, one, haven't ever listened to Led Zeppelin, and two, if they do listen to Led Zeppelin, it sounds old. Well, that also it just fucking sounds old, dude. Gr- Give it a event, fucking update. Quit great, thinking of reboot and remakes, and start thinking of them as updates. Yeah, like Greater Van Fleet. Like I don't have beef with yeah, them. Yeah, that's the band. That's yeah, Greater the band. Van Fleet. I don't have beef with them because th- there's kids out there that don't know who Led Zeppelin are, like yeah. you said. And like people, they're gonna be hearing people comparing that band to Led Zeppelin, and those kids are gonna be curious. Who's this band I keep? Who's this band about? I yeah. keep hearing about Led Zeppelin? Oh, dude, they sound good. And, yeah. and Led Zeppelin might have might have a, a, a new fan base. Also, from there, they'll be like, oh, what bands were around Led Zeppelin that were cool? Yeah. And it's like again, going back to the Post Malone and Ozzy Osbourne yeah, thing. Some kid checks some out. Some kid checks out Ozzy. They might like them. I and want they're more. Gonna go, I want yep, yep, more yep. Ozzy. Oh, Black Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Oh, what was around Black Sabbath? Oh, fucking Deep Purple. Deep Purple and, yeah. Yeah. You know, and Judas Priest, and you know, God knows, you know, like yeah. it's the if, same with if movies. There's, if there's kids, if there's kids out there that grew up like like us three, like appreciating music in general, now, mm-hmm. dude, they're gonna fucking love that st- older stuff, and they're no, gonna respect that yeah. stuff. You have any uh, shout outs? As far You've as been really or honorable quiet, mentions, or honorable mentions. <laughs> you guys are doing a great job of doing it on your own, man. I'm, in, I'm I, I got. To the point where I enjoy the conversation a little too much sometimes. Yeah, you're like shutting the fuck up, ah, dude. It's a good discussion. <laughs> it's, just, it's your podcast. Ah, yeah, yeah, it's a good discussion. And I'm going to have to fucking try and make sense of this when I'm editing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah no worries. I mean, all the honorable mentions have already kind of been said, but I mean, and this is a little latter in the decade of the 90s, so it, like you are moving into new metal at this point, but the other ones I wanted to discuss, because they did each other's albums in 98... Was corn uh, on Follow the Leader? You had Ice Cube oh, yeah. doing Children of the Corn, obviously with a K. Um, but on War and Peace Volume One by Ice Cube, you had corn. Well, okay, it's in the video, it's the whole band, but it's only Head and Monkey uh, on the actual track. Yeah, yeah, I remember guitars. that. Was it Ice Cube or West Co- West Coast Connections? It was, it was Ice Cube. It was it Ice Cube? The yeah, song was, that uh, was a tight. I remember that one, dude. That yeah, was yeah. sick. I actually like that one more than the one that came out in the corn song and the corn Me album. Too, yeah. I, but that corn, but well, that's actually on my list though. But like, yeah. but we'll get we'll get to that. But yeah, that's a yeah. good honorable. But no, that's that that that's when shit was in full swing, dude. And I really, really reflect on. I've been especially reflecting on that whole era a lot, dude. Because did you just say like fuck dying more than Children in the Corn? Yeah. Oh, I'm the other way around. I, I, I could go. I think fuck way, dying is one of Ice Cube's lower tier songs. It might have just been because of the time. I, you, you it know. was a t- it was a time thing yeah. for sure. I, I agree with him there. Yeah. But I, like like that whole album's sick too. Yeah. Um, can I just, give one more shout out? I don't know if we did it. Yeah, go if for I it. did it, but I just want to give one more. Uh, Six feet under and Ice T, one bullet left on yeah, the True yeah. Carnage album, two thousand one. Yeah. Was it two thousand one? Two thousand one. Because I was, you know what I was thinking. I, you know what? I didn't even know about that song until maybe uh, a couple years ago. I was, uh, I think I was listening to, so, or no, not me, but someone was listening to what is that called? Not Spotify, but the other one. Uh, Apple Music? Not Apple, the other one. Uh, Title? 
The Jay-Z one? No, no, no. The, the, the app where you listen to music to. Uh, uh, Pandora? Pandora. Okay. Oh. Anyway, so someone Ew. someone, <laughs> someone had their uh, Pandora, and then the Six Feet Under song came out. Of course, it's a Six Feet Under song. You know, but then out of nowhere, here comes Ice-T. I'm going to blast your fucking ass. Yeah, yeah. And you motherfucker. And I'm like, where did this fucking come from? Oh, yeah, dude. It, it, How about... It, oh, sorry. Keep it's kind of cheesy because, of course, you're going to have that, like, killing people. Like, of course, you know, the, what's his yeah, name? Yeah, it with Chris Barnes. Chris Barnes, yeah, of course. Yeah. is going to be, of course, you know, his lyrics. And then you have Ice-T lyrics, both equally vulgar, you know? And then, like... But it's funny when you hear when <laughs> there's one part where where Ice T's rapping and then all you hear is Chris Barnes going yeah, in the back yeah, and I just couldn't stop oh, laughing. Oh, yeah, I was Chris, like, oh, dude, but this was so fucking great yeah. though. His, his high screams are pretty bad, dude. Yeah. It was just so good. And then like and then like he, and then Chris Barnes does like his version of like you know when rappers go yeah what's up you know like oh so he's the hype man like he kind of like hyped. I haven't heard this song He kind of he was kind of like a hype man towards the end of the song. Oh man. And it was so fucking great, dude. Uh, I was like, it almost made my list because it's so fucking cheesy. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. Um, I hated that one, dude. But, I mean, okay, so on that tip, I'll go fucking honorable mention just Ice-T, period. Ice-T. That's exactly yeah, what I was boom, just going to say. Ice-T. I, I was listening to the, the intro to the Body Count song on Original Gangster last night, and he talks about, I don't care if it's rock, metal, or hip-hop, it's all just music to me. That's That's the... Oh, yeah. The modus I've tried to live he's by. He's always all my been. Life. He's always been, to me, like one of the fucking top, like both people. Yeah, big Absolutely. time. Oh, yeah. for sure, dude. Approach he rapped, he rocked. Or, he, he, yeah, he's a horrible actor, but you know he acted. <laughs> I mean, dude. Well, yeah. I mean, even even then, like I, uh, you know, there's lots of fucking rap dudes that are into fucking metal. The same as, and uh, again, well, like yeah, to I mean, to a lot of metalheads, it's like. I don't know why you think your music is, uh, oh, dude. Take the pussy off the pedestal, dude. Mm-hmm, yeah. Jesus fucking Christ! It's okay if other people like your shit. Like, yeah. I don't you- get that, but like, I mean, fucking dude, like West Side Connection, man. Like Ice Cube did all the music for that fucking album, dude, and they, he fucking redid uh, "Hurt" by Nine Inch Nails, the music, and then fucking obviously they didn't do the lyrics. They had just a fucking rap song over top of the fucking music. He's a big. Mac 10's like he was a big fucking Nine Inch Nails fan, like, and and he's a big metal fan. Period. Like he's come out and said it before. Obviously, he did a lot of stuff with Corn and whatnot. Like, a, a lot of that. I mean, a, a lot of people want to fucking. I guess maybe they think it's a money grab or something because it's popular at the time. But what a lot of those people don't realize is like, uh, hey, dude, uh, peop- some people listen to a lot of different styles. Yeah, of yeah, music. yeah. It's like, sl- like, like Slayer, dude. Like, <laughs> dude, like Tom Araya says, I like he's rap, a, dude. Well, he's he, a country they, guy, too. They grew up in the hood, dude. They grew up in L.A., dude. Like, yeah. in Durham. Yeah. Like, they, 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 they had that influence. They had that hit. And regardless if you want to admit it to, uh, uh, you metalheads want to admit it or not, they have a rap influence in their music, whether yeah. you whether you can't see it or not, but like they they were born in that, so they I mean I'm not gonna say they rapped mm-hmm. or they had like you know. well it's like okay dude what's his name but fucking, they what's lived the dude it. from fucking Carcass that started a fucking country band like right after oh, Carcass Jeff Walker, dude. Yeah. I mean that's a totally different kind of fucking music dude yeah, the, yeah. the fucking guy Ron Keel from that band the 80s fucking glam band called Keel. I mean, he be. I mean, they weren't. Well, even Aaron Lewis went country. You yeah, know? they like, didn't hit. They David didn't Vincent hit huge, and fucking he became. He went to a country band. I mean, there's lots of these guys going all over the place. That where from genre to genre, where people like it's like, oh well, we started doing this. 
But maybe they just got a little bit older and they realized, like, I don't want to keep doing this. Like, I want to do other stuff. It's that's. But I see can do whatever the fuck he wants, though, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Well, there's a lot of people that. There's a lot of people that have somehow managed to be able to do what what they want to do and not have to lose all of their fucking fan base. Like, then there's some stuff, man, where it's like they're so niche that, like, if they do stop doing what they do, as as that band, they're kind of killing their career. Like, and you got to be smart about it. You got to know who the fuck your audience is, for one. Garth Brooks and uh, Chris you know. Gaines, you remember that? Whole yeah, thing? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, man. But I, I mean, I'm talking like a band first. like uh, a band like Hatebreed. If they all of a sudden fucking wanted to do something like just off the wall, fucking, it, yeah. you know, you would probably like Hatebreed and the Roots do yeah, something together. Just, you know, I would love that. Probably, would, that would be pretty bad though. I think that would. I think that would, I like that. That would I go over better than than Hatebreed doing like even some fucking like pop punk type well, catchy shit. I just think it's like the roots, they're, they're just super they're just super super niche, dude, and it's like they have a very specific fan base, and they are very smart for not doing that. And it's like get it out in side projects because they are to some degree. I mean, you got to make music for yourself, but to some degree, man, like they're the reason you have a career. And so it's like, well, just be smart about it, you know. But yeah, Ice T, you know, I think he's it's OG, just because, dude. He's well, OG. because he always, he, dude, he had guitars in his shit back in the day too. Like it wasn't that weird for an ice tea fan to hear body count. Well, it's like it's like I it's like I said, like back in the days, I mean, yes, there were samples and beats and stuff, but for the most part a lot of rap back then, eighties or uh up until like, you know, when NWO came NWA came out, there was a lot of instruments in it, you know? Yep. You can even go back in the days like a hip, a hop, a hip to the hip to the hip. Uh, yeah. Well even okay Sugar so Hill Gang. Huh? Sugar Hill Gang. Sugar Hill Gang, dude. They, yeah. They, yeah, dude. Like yeah, well, even the OGs, dude. They, so boom. Boom, even boom, the fucking boom, even boom, NWA, boom, boom. they had a guy named Stan the Guitar Man, like, and they had a lot of guitars on their fucking stuff. They did, they, they did. But the thing that but they fucking, sat, but they had, but Dre. But one of the things that made fucking G Funk so fucking stand out was because all of a sudden they weren't fucking sampling rock stuff. They weren't sampling a lot of fucking rock beats and rock music, man. They were actually sampling the old fucking funk stuff. And that's what made it fucking different. It was like literally like ten times funkier than anything else that was coming out. Especially, you know, yeah, so that was that was I kind of got into them the same time. That was a big thing as like, a, a tribe called Quest too. Yeah, like yeah. that was a big thing. Was prior to that, it was a lot of fucking rock sampling. I mean, so I mean, I don't know if it's in either of your guys' listen. If it is, we could just cut this out. But well, we can patch it in somewhere eh, but like matter. the fucking run dmc fucking walk this way with aerosmith thing like if you listen to the original fucking aerosmith version dude like i'm not kidding you dude like listen to it man it's funky as fuck mm -hmm. it sounds like a rap song yeah they didn't change they didn't anything. change nothing but like maybe some lyrics here and there but for the most part the diddle 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 but a diddle diddle yeah diddle it's all the, diddle it's all the same diddle diddle fucking shit yeah like, dude it's all it, it's, you know? it's, it's hip-hop it's yeah. rap but the thing is like he's rapping they whether used, you want to so admit run it or DMC, not just in tune prior to doing that with Aerosmith like so they used to fucking have a, a fucking they used to basically like they never recorded a version of it but they had this fucking they said they had this song and it was like what they would do is they would tell Jam Master Jay like hey put on the Toys in the Attic record mm -hmm. and he just knew what song it was and he was using the fucking Walk This Way fucking beat or whatever so there was a lot of that sort of thing because uh, what the oh, fuck I can never remember the DJ from Naughty by Nature's name, but he was another one where it was like they were putting on, you know, these he, they would tell him you know certain 
like band names or like fucking song names, and he just knew to put on the fucking specific, yeah. You know, yeah, he's gonna put on this album, and they were the same way. They sampled a lot of fucking like classic rock, what's known as classic rock now. Well, yeah, they, even, they put, uh, they even also, uh, what's it called, um, RZA. Like he, he's the main dude in in, in Wu Tang. He's the guy. The he is Wu Tang. Like he sampled like oldies. He sampled rock, uh, classic movies. rock movies. Dude, that guy was just a genius on that thing, man. Like and but and 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 that's why I said, and like how how adding on to what, uh, earlier what um what Jay said about you know like DJs. Today's DJs are nothing compared to the ones that 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 were out. Back in the days, well, because a lot of times now they're not DJs. They tried to make those fucking turntable things out of CDs, and it's yeah. just not the same. Yeah, yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's they not. Have a, they have a playlist. They have a computer in front of them, and they just press play. Whereas back then, dude, you know, even with the scratch, well, there's, but you know, like the weird thing is, there's a stuff. lot of fucking rap songs, dude, that have zero scratching on it. No, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Like a lot of fucking, I mean, there's a ton of Tupac stuff. There's a ton. I mean, everything. Well, anything every, that Dre touched, pretty much, and any, he's any, produced. There's no scratches. Like Dre, like old NWA, there's a lot of fucking scratches. But after a while, it's just once it, they just didn't need to have that there. And it was just like, okay, like it was just a different fucking style of, of music. Not music, but like a, just a different form of the same thing. Yeah. It's, like a, it's like a fucking metal song without a guitar solo, well, right? You know what I, I mean, was it's just like thinking, whatever. Going to what you're saying too is when the rap and metal fusion happened and like you had bands that did have DJs. We talked about Slipknot a while back. Oh, yeah, his, dude. his reduced role as time went on. Is it because we heard it so much already that it's just like, okay, we get it, we get it. You know what I mean? It's just like... Well, Slipknot had a DJ. They had a dude that did samples. They had a lot of stuff. Well, you had to figure... If you're going to have scratches there, you have to figure out where to put it so it doesn't step on anything's toes. It's the same with fucking guitar solos. Mm -hmm. If you have it in the wrong spot, dude, you won't hear the... You either can't hear the singer or you can't... You're not paying attention to the riff or the melody line. Yeah, so you have to have a specific spot for it, right? And it's the same with fucking scratching, dude. And the thing is, is like if you have... So back in the old days, a lot of the DJ-heavy stuff, essentially there was no singing or any rapped chorus. The DJ would basically do some scratch shit, and he would actually use a sample for the chorus. Yeah. Right? And so it was usually another artist... And it was like a line out of one of their songs, and he would kind of do... So the South, the big South fucking thing did it again. They did the same thing, but they made it talk like this, you know. Every day I'm hustling, hustling, hustle, hustle. Like Jazzy Jeff did that a lot, too. Like There was that big thing. It was... Yeah, so it was a big thing with that one. And then they had the... Like that sort of thing in between that. And that was the chorus. And then eventually it just became like... Once, especially once G Funk hit, and they, you know you had actual like R and B singers, or once R and B became like kind of tied with rap a lot, you know they had the the females coming in and fucking singing the chorus, and they had guys like Nate Dogg and fucking oh, you know Dogg, singing yeah. fucking choruses and stuff, and then the rappers themselves I mean, yeah. singing choruses. And for so the most part, back in the day, you yeah, did, like you like just I'm didn't thinking- need a DJ to do it because now you don't have a room, you <laughs> you don't have a yeah, spot yeah, yeah, for yeah, it anymore. Okay, like, yeah. like I'm thinking like the Chronic. The music was the chorus, like like Dre Day. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. After every verse, every, after every rap, and that was the chorus. Even like in, even uh, yeah, never once in that song. There's do a, they there's, fucking say yeah. Dre Day? No, they don't. But mm-hmm. also, but then also, and then you have a uh, um, what's the one song? Uh, God damn it! 
What's the one from what? This it's on the same album. I can't. Uh, nothing but a G nothing thing. Nothing but a G thing. Yeah. Well, that is the chorus, huh? I guess there ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. But don't they? No, it's just part of the. It's just part of Snoop's fucking yeah. verse. But yeah, again, what it's is like, the chorus. It's the, it's the like cor- this the, and like that and like this. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, the chorus is like that. Next episode. But it's got the high lead synth. So just chill to the next episode. So, yeah, it's got the lead synth, and it's basically like the lead synth, or just the synth in general, mm-hmm. like kind of overtook a little bit with certain artists because there was all these other artists that like their whole thing was like, we're gonna definitely have a fucking DJ, like, and that, and they, and they've always had it, like, and that's the thing, like, so you, you know it's who, just the more popular stuff yeah. became DJ less, and that's what I said when we were talking I about think, Slipknot, where it's like the less and less the DJ was there. The more popular the band became, yeah, that's true. and that's probably why is they started taking I, that out. I, so yeah. you have just a more, you know, Busta Rhymes had choruses, and that's what I remember. Where like that was one of the first yeah. ones I could remember, like "Woo Ha," that was a chorus. Oh, yeah. "Woo Ha," yeah, got you all dude. on check. Well, a lot of old, a lot of old rap songs had choruses. It's just there was a the majority of them just had this little DJ. Yeah, it was, yeah, a, it was DJ more like thing, a yeah. DJ it was like break. A drum fill almost. Yeah, it's like a DJ break. Even even old school, yeah, there's a chorus. Don't push me because I'm close to the edge. Yeah, Yeah, that's a chorus. It's tricky, fucking. I mean, there's there's lots of that. Like Run DMC, it was big on choruses. But also, they were big on like the DJ also being part of the beat, too. Mm -hmm. Like, and. It, it kind of opened up a little bit of room. Now, if you make, you know, not every fucking DJ, it's just like a, not every guitar player can play this thing. You know, not every DJ can do this thing. So it's like, well, now how much are you going to pay a guy? You know, if you can't find your own DJ, how much are you willing to pay some dude to come in? Like, it might not, it not might, might not make financial sense. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's another I mean? mouth to feed. It's another piece of the pie. Should we do? Or we do? Do we have any more? Um, um, as far as honorable mentions go, I'm just gonna say fucking Tech Nine and basically Deftones, Chino and fucking Steven from Deftones. If I could, um, I damn. love the chorus on it. It's fucking nice. That's a good and then hit. also, obviously, Anthrax, Public Enemy. Yeah, that was, uh, that's my special shout. Did out not there too. make my list. It almost made my list. I like the song. It just did not make. It was close. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I'm looking. My, actually, it wasn't very close. <laughs> it might be because I fucking knew the original before that. I thought it was fucking really cool. But you know what Anthrax rap song I fucking like better than that? I'm the man. I'm the man. I'm the man. <laughs> like, you know, it just doesn't feature an actual rapper, so yeah, it doesn't yeah. count for this list. But yeah, I'm the sure. man was that was a huge fucking song for me too. Like because I was like, whoa, dude, this, you know. It's not just suicidal tendencies. Yeah, yeah. You know what There's I mean? More like, of this out there. Yeah. It's one of these bigger fucking because to me, Anthrax was bigger than suicidal tendencies. Oh, they do, they totally they're the big four, bro. Yeah, yeah. they're a big four, and it was like, Anthrax whoa, was, these guys are fucking totally Anthrax down. Anthrax was it. one of the first metal bands I grew up listening to that like the homies from down the street thought they were okay. I, I could fucks with them because yeah. they had that song, and you know, so well they had a lot of that New York. You know, the New York the, the style. New York har- yeah. New York rap, New York hardcore. But the homies like, down yeah. in El Centro are like, oh, what's up, homes? Oh, they'll bring the noise? Oh, fucking, yeah, okay, cool. They'll fuck with it. I do love the fact that on the fucking Anthrax and Public Enemy one, that Scott Ian actually fucking raps that's the, does the second the rap, yeah. verse. Like, I he fucking, does it live, too. Yeah, yeah I love it. Did it. It's because he does hair. He does a yeah. great fucking job, dude. Like, he fucking kills it on there. It's it's really fucking good, dude. Like, he's a multifaceted uh, guy. They're a multifaceted band. That's something that, as much as I love Slayer, Slayer didn't have, dude, was they had. Anthrax had dimensions. Yeah, to Slayer them. was just. Yeah. And God bless him for it. 
Uh, well, Anthrax had, could do Slayer, a lot of Slayer different things. Ass, they yeah. they did have a lot of different fucking things going on, even more so than Metallica, Megadeth, and Slayer. Yeah, like, yeah. all of them. That's why yeah. that Anthrax points. was kind of the weird ones. Yeah, but they were the, also the funny ones, and yep. you know, so it's like energetic. All right. They were the they're nerdy ones. Energetic yeah, they're the nerdy ones. Yeah. They're they were kind of like Charlie, out of Charlie, out of the big four. They were the oddball for sure. Yeah, man. But you know what? Out of the out of the big four, I'm straight up. When I saw the big four, they were the most entertaining, and it sucked that they were the first band up because oh, dude, imagine, they yeah. were running and jumping up and down like they were goddamn 18, 20 years old yeah. still, dude. And I also like, think that out of the big four, they were also um, the only one out of all of the big four that wasn't trying to sound like the other three a little yeah. bit. Yeah, most definitely. Well, it's kind of hard Megadeth trying to sound like, not trying to sound Metallica, give or take, yeah, because yeah, Mustaine yeah. was in Metallica. Yeah. Slayer was more on the punk side. Mm-hmm. They were just straight Well, no, I, I mean, okay, so what I'm saying is, no, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's, it, they stuck to the thr- they stuck to the traditional thrash. Like, well, yeah, and I mean, it's like you know, Dave Mustaine wasn't in Metallica long, so I mean, once the fucking first shit was gone, fucking his influence was out. Like, but I mean, but I mean, you listen to fucking Seasons in the Abyss, dude, and it's it sounds like I hate that album because it sounds to me like Slayer trying to be fucking Metallica and Megadeth. Like, I can't fucking stand that. That was Rick Rubin right there, bro. Oh yeah. Well, fuck. Well, so that was their, blood. That was their that was their radio. That like, oh, we, that was their radio uh, album. Yeah. First of all, season is my favorite record. That is mine too. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what's it called? So, but I understand. Come, if you're a guy, after, after, if you're a guy that doesn't like the regular Slayer solos, then Seasons in the Abyss is usually the album that you like. Because yeah. everybody I know that loves Seasons in the Abyss, they hate. Slayer's guitar solos and that's why they love Seasons of the Abyss because they went and got fucking lessons and they played completely different and that's that why true. I hate it it doesn't sound like Slayer to me dude it doesn't sound out of tune it doesn't sound like Hello Waits yeah. it doesn't sound evil at all it's, yeah. it's, it just sounds like them trying to be Metallica and I'm just like eh whatever how about you any uh, before we do we the got little... all the honorable mentions I, I can think of because like I mean beyond all these guest spots y- there's some really funky ones in there dude uh, and, and I had to look some of them up because I wasn't familiar with some, but they have, you know, Sir oh. Mix a Lot collaborated with Metal Church back in the day, and that's very, that's fun for what it is, you know yeah. what I mean? In, I mean, in 88 again, or special sh- uh, shout outs to the albums of Judgment Night and yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 Loud, Loud Rocks. Loud Rocks. Yeah. I think there should be a. Oh, uh, Nappy Roots and fucking uh, Marcos from POD had a really oh, cool yeah, okay, yeah, that's right. It's a remix song. It's but a remix, but yeah. It, it, that one was really cool. That one almost made my list. If I, if I had heard that a little bit more back in the day, because I remember hearing it like probably one time, and yeah. then I just never heard it again until you know this week. But that probably would have made mine if I had. A little more nostalgia with it because yeah. most of mine is well. There's a couple. There's like two of mine that are just nostalgia heavy, and then the rest yeah. are just like they're legitimately like I think they hold up. I think they're fucking awesome, and they're shit that I still listen to quite regularly. So yeah, there that. are a lot of weird ones though. Yeah, dude, okay. So I, I mean, just on Judgment also, Night alone, uh, there's a lot. Uh, yeah, of weird a lot. Ones. But also, yeah. I don't want to name there's every a lot single of, one. There's off, a lot of but, weird ones, but I mean, not recorded, like not album recorded, but like live. Yeah, for sure. I, There's uh, a lot of live ones, dude. There's so much live stuff. So dude. have you guys because checked out the Cypress Hill? Like you said, Cypress Hill and Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. That's not on an album. That's yeah. live. Yeah, but it's fucking great. Yeah. Well, so have you guys checked out the the collaborations that Rob Dukes, formerly of um, Exodus, has been doing with uh, DMC from Run DMC? No. I so it knew. started with. So he's got this new band, Generation Kill, uh, and they're cool. It's it's crossover thrash. And they cover Tricky Live. I don't know where this friendship came up, but he, he would start covering Tricky Live with them. 
And then Rob Dukes has a has a solo EP now where it's just called Dukes, and he's on the song Hate Me, uh, and it's fun for what it is. And they enjoyed collaborating so much that now they made a side band where it's all the dudes from Generation Kill and DMC, and that's called Fragile Mortals. Mm. And it's, it's, it's them trading back and forth vocally because it's Rob Dukes doing the, the metal stuff and then DMC rapping. And I think that's cool they're doing it. It's not the best thing in the world, but it's, it's cool, you know? Yeah. And DMC was on um, a recent episode of Josta that was really interesting and insightful. And much like Ice-T's, he just sees it all as music, and I think that's kind of cool. But just the idea that like he gets this gnarly crossover thrash band from Arizona to cover Tricky, you know? Yeah, that's pretty cool. One of the originators. I think that's pretty fucking cool. All right, uh, so our top? I think so, so man. So break in the list. Break in the list. Who's yeah, going yeah. first? How about guests? On that note, guest of honor, Esty. It's time. This guy it off. It's time. time. It's we talked time. about this earlier, and this is actually my number five. Sick. I didn't get into this band until like maybe like 95, 96 when they would give me mixtapes. I miss this. But this is one of the first, uh, I guess, CDs of, uh, was it a tape that I bought? or uh, I don't know. But uh, State of the World Addre- uh, Address. There you go. How It Is, yep. Biohazard, and, and uh, Cypress Hill. Nice. Straight up. Now, fucking, I, I was a big Cypress Hill fan. I um, still am. Yeah. Still a fan of both. Just that song is just heavy and everyone raps. Yeah, man. It I, was great. And it was like a good mixture of like metal and rap. And it was like one of the first introductions I actually had to, to that style of sound. Yeah. No, absolutely. I'm right there with you, man. I, I was 14 when I first saw that fucking that video. Send Dogs Got the Corn Rose. Yeah. I don't even know if Billy's got the, the hair bleach yet, but they just them in full. No, I don't think he did. And as I, much think as, was, I think he was bald. Yeah. As much as I love. Fuck! What's the one with the kid in the hot scot- or hopscotch that with the gun? That's like the big one. Oh uh, yeah, urban yeah, discipline. Yeah, urban discipline. And urban I, discipline. I do love that, and that is important. But yeah, state of the world address is my biohazard. You know, that's, and I, yeah, that's, and I love, that's, that's my bio. Yeah, that's that's I love mine right there. A lot of those eras. Um, that was like my first introduction. I mean, like straight up, dude. Yeah, they're new metal. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, dude. Like I have heard they that, had that hip hop. Yeah, hardcore. Yeah, but like, dude, they were they were the first comers before. Like yeah. how, uh, well, my dude, whole I thing think they is, were like the first new metal. They were also one of the first like tough guy hardcore. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that was. Well, Madball says when they were trying to break off from just being Agnostic Front and Junior, they needed to find their own sound, and they straight up say, "Dude, Matt or Biohazard." Yeah, like Biohazard was a lot more influential than people give them credit for. Yeah, yeah just for because sure. they weren't necessarily huge. Even though I mean they were pretty big at the time on MTV, but still, like they never really fucking quite blew up like some of those other bands that were around at the time. No, yeah, no, no, they no, still no. have the distinction of having the most played song on the original um, Headbangers Ball for Punishment. Yeah. So that's something. Uh-huh. Um, but dude, and, I, and Send Dog is one of my favorite rappers. Cypress Hill is my favorite hip-hop group in general. Send Dog is one of my favorite rappers. It was weird as I never really fucking liked a lot of Send Dog stuff. Like, I guess a lot of people it's don't. Not, it's There's not, a lot of fucking Cypress Hill songs where it's just like fucking. Just he's be real. He's just, the Ed McMahon to fucking be real. Johnny just be Carson real just took over. He, you know the joke where like Johnny Carson would say something and Ed McMahon. <laughs> oh yeah, so that is yeah, he'd just, And he'd just repeat the same thing that Johnny Carson well, I mean, just said. That's like, what a lot you know, of those guys do. Because yeah. be, be real had that distinct like sound. Like, like when you want when you want to yeah, be yeah, yeah, it was a like, very unique, like, voice, very yeah. unique. And there's nothing, super nasally voice. When Send Dog, there was nothing. 
like like I'm not well, gonna no, say always like I'm not gonna say in the membrane. I'm not gonna say like, I'm not gonna say there's there's nothing memorable about his voice or anything like that. But like it, it kind of like uh, be, if you real, really be, look real, at it, be real overshadowed them for sure. Well, but Sendog really had look at Sendog some of his was, verses though. They're Sendog pretty good. was a really good rapper. I mean, it took actually. Yeah. It, uh, I mean, I mean, I, I love Cypress Hill and everything, but it took Power Flow. Yeah. To make me realize that Sendog he's, was... He's, he's got a, power. Like, that's why it's in there. He's you know a I mean? really good uh, 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 rapper, dude. Yeah, and if, for, for all of you that tone. don't know, Power Flow is a band uh, with Sendog of Cypress Hill. <laughs> say it's Cypress and, Hill and, and Biohazard. And Billy from Biohazard. <laughs> you know what's fucked up, too, is I'm bummed because I've seen him twice now. And go figure the one night I can't be there is when they fucking do uh, how it is. They've done it twice. I know. I, uh, oh, I recorded it. Did you see it on... on Online when I posted how it is, that's why I was like, "Oh okay, shit!" Okay, so on that tip, uh, like, how do you guys feel about um, "Profits of Rage"? I, I like it. It's cool. I like it. It's it's, I, it's, it's neat that they're doing that because I I know Zach or Zach DeLaRocca is basically a recluse at this point, right? Is that yeah. what's going on? See, yeah. I, I, I like Tom Morello. I like Rage Against the Machine. I like yeah. I like "Profits of Rage." I like more than, actually real. like "Profits of Rage" more than "Power Flow." Yeah, that's fair. I, I mean, mean yeah, dude, dude, I, it's, it's it's good. I yeah. love it. It's I've got stuff. both of them in a playlist with like Wu Tang Clan. There you go. That's a really good playlist. I, I mean, you got Chuck why, D and sense. fucking uh, <laughs> and Be Real already awesome together. Yeah. Well, again, it's well, the same. It's but it's the same dynamic essentially sonically as fucking Send Dog and Be Real. Like Be Real paired with someone that's got a deeper, powerful voice. Yeah, just works because he's got such a high pitched, like nasally style exactly. that it's really nice to have it offset because there are a lot of groups like Mob Deep. They literally oh, sound exactly yeah, the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah. like yeah, they do, but it's so good though. And there's there's lots. Of, oh, I, don't get me started on Mob Deep, but like <laughs> they they basically like there's a lot of groups like that where they all kind of they, you know like it's two to three guys and they kind of sound the same or they sound similar. Where you have some of those other groups where it's just like they're all like very different and it's, like both thugs in harmony. Ooh, okay, real quick tangent. There was no scratching ever in Bone Thugs, huh? There was some on the uh, first album. Some, yeah. Was there? Okay. Um, like when the one, I was uh, going through it when we were talking about on the first album. Head, there was, was like, some, but not much on. Not on nineteen nineteen internal. No, there yeah. wasn't a lot on there. Okay. No, just, that that was like the more mature. Yeah. And then that's, that's what they don't, crossroads, you know. I don't think they act, they had an actual DJ. Like, no. I think it was one of those things where it's just like if the producer wants to bring in a guy or yeah, it, like that a, sort of thing. And it, yeah. again, you have to whoever you have on the album, you got to pay him. So it's like, well, let's just cut this out. We can actually do rap songs without a DJ and it's like well there's one less person we gotta pay right yeah. That there was that transition so Jay you're number five. Oh, I'm going uh, dude I said it in my fucking intro dude Sir Mix-a-Lot Metal Church Iron Man there you go see? <laughs> yep I fucking dude that song dude this shit is from fucking 1988 dude so he's ahead um, of the time in a manner of speaking that would it's weird been. though cause I think the actual album version it was like in 1990, no? Um, I don't think it has. The one like that would be on Spotify? It's on there. I listened no, to it that, last night. No, it's on Spotify. The The old album version didn't have the guitars on it. It was really weird. Like, because I remember you had to buy, you had to buy the fucking single to get the one with actual Metal Church on it. That's interesting. In fact, I don't even know if Iron Man was actually on the fucking regular album. But, dude, you just got to listen to this for a second. I'm not going to fucking try and rap it. I mean, I could rap it all day. It's pretty easy. But So, like, in my intro, you could strike a match in my hand to black to tan, heavy metal rhythm from a one-man band. 
bust my knuckles in a junkyard scuffle, whipping adversaries with a brass belt buckle. Born in the ghetto, hard like metal, got an 87 vet with a fat gas pedal. Live, har- live a hard life, shave with a knife, love to get freaky on the gloomiest nights. I got childhood scars in the streets and in the streets of my life. Girls laugh now they begging to be Mixalot's wife. The new breed is here, vigilantes of rap. Got eyes like fire with my boys at my back. Now I'm back for revenge, all the rumors must end. Freaky breathing is out, bold music is in. A lot of dummies getting money just by clapping their hands. Not the style or desire of a true Iron Man. Like this is basically like those words are saying like this is rap, sure, but this ain't dance rap. This isn't fucking yeah. club rap. Like this is fucking hard rap. And this is long before fucking gangster rap, dude. Like actual gangster rap. He wasn't rapping anything about gangs and shit. Like yeah. he wasn't super violent. He wasn't a much of a, cu- a, ba- was of a cusser still, either. No, but he was still harder but than he a was lot a rap. of yeah, he, he, he was still rap. harder he than a lot of other fucking yeah. people. He could spit, dude. And sure. again, it comes back to that fucking stealth marriage of fucking rap and metal like mm-hmm. it's it all it just comes back to that and that's 1988 dude is when that fucking shit was out like i mean it's on the swass album that album was fucking huge dude mm-hmm. but i mean you do have some fucking it's funny because you do have some shit like buttermilk biscuits <laughs> Do you remember mm. that fucking song by any I'm chance? I'm only so familiar with the mix line. <laughs> it's kind of a, it's you know kind I mean? of a like, dancey fucking song. You know, but then you also, ha- I mean, obviously Posse on Broadway. I mean, that yeah. was the fucking huge fucking yep, yep, tune. Yep. Like, I mean. Doesn't he talk about going to Burger King or Taco Bell or something in that? Oh, it's, mm. um, yeah, something like that. <laughs> I, don't think, I, mean, I don't think Taco Bell. Uh, but I mean, it's legit like fucking. And then you had fucking Mike Howell, which was at the time was the new singer of fucking Metal Church, um, um, Blessing in Disguise. He was, he, he just fucking, Iron Man. Like, it, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, which well. they don't really do in the actual Iron Man song. Like, but he he's just has the high vocals in the background. But I mean, he's actually on the fucking song. Yeah. And I believe it is fucking Kurt. Wagner is that the guy's name from Metal Church? I know it's the guitar player from Metal Church, and I mean, there's a, he's in the video. I oh, there's a video. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. shit. I wish I would have known that. I don't I remember fucking Mike Howe's in the video or not, but I do know like you. They show the guitar player shit, and it's just them like in a fucking kind of like a. It, it's kind of like a what do you call it? Like a what are those things called? Hoovervilles. <laughs> what is it? A Hooverville. What the fuck is that? You don't know what that is? It's a Hooverville is like a fucking. Slum village. It's like a fucking hobo village, like a hobo camp. I'll tell you. They're, they're usually that. underneath the overpasses. You can see one on Nineteenth Street when you go oh, to San okay. Diego. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. um, yeah, yeah. It's gotcha. So Hoover because of the uh, oh the, like a box the depression no okay like the the president they they call them Hoovervilles everybody yeah. fucking had to go live in Hoovervilles because everybody's broke oh, new you one know, to me welcome yeah, to yeah. the history list but right. yeah Nick, um, <laughs> but yeah like that it's just them and they, they you know, all the barrels are burning and on fire and it's just him in a ah, fucking yeah. like a leather Letterman jacket <laughs> you know, he's just, I mean it was before like hip hop and rap got into like you know much fashion stuff like it was the old times yeah, like, man like it, it was like, like how we said it's earlier, great. dude, <laughs> hip hop and rock, rock metal are the babies still in the genre. Oh, yeah, and it's, yeah. dude, it's great, man. Like, I fucking love it. Like, Metal Church was from Seattle, fucking Sir Mix a Lot's from Seattle, so it just made sense. Not a lot of people know that fucking song, like, when it comes down to, especially like rap metal mm-hmm. and, yeah. and, and rap and metal collaborations. Like, not a lot of people are aware. 
<laughs> this song is I bet you a around. lot of a bunch of a lot of people are not aware of a lot of stuff that we've been mentioning right here. Uh, yeah, probably. Dude. I mean I found yeah, out I mean, about some ministry. Definitely one young last kids, night. but I mean even people my age, like probably yeah. people that even listen to that love Posse on Broadway and they love that song Buttermilk Biscuits and stuff, like they probably didn't really get that deep into the album because I mean if I remember right, I think it's like pretty fucking yeah, it's, it's like I said, look, dude, that's like six, a side that two, six feet you know, under an IC song came out thing, you know? in 2001. I didn't know about it until like a couple of years ago. Yeah, I remember it being a thing I didn't know at the time. I don't know when I actually heard it. Just like this thing. I knew about the Iron Man thing with Sir Mixelot for 20 years. Only heard it last night. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think uh, it's, I think I haven't heard it in about twenty years, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh um, yeah, so buttermilk biscuits was the fucking square dance rap. Like you don't? Do you remember that? Yeah. No. <laughs> I guess yeah. I'm gonna have to listen to. Maybe I would if I heard it. I, I, you know, how many of those are there? Yeah. See, Iron Man's like it's a side two thing. Not too deep into side two, but it is on side two. So yeah. yeah. So Actually, real quick, shout out both throwdown. Oh. Okay, so now it has the guitar yeah, on it. Yeah, that's the one I heard before. Last night. Like I remember before, you had to get the remix. So there's version. another version out there. I'll have to check that out. So real quick, if we're on the subject of Sir Mix a lot, I guess there's a metal remix floating around out there somewhere of it that was like on a single version or something. Also, shout out to both versions of Throwdown's cover of Baby Got Back. Yes. Good times. Number five. So I have a soft spot for the crunk movement of the 2000s. Specifically, Lil John and Ludacris. I, if you even want to call Ludacris crunk, I don't even know. I if don't think Ludacris I, would be maybe because I just I think that because they're both from Atlanta, right? Okay, so I got a soft spot for Lil John. I, I he was fun, you know. I, it wasn't just the Dave Chappelle sketch, although he was. Yeah. <laughs> so I could have gone either two ways, because uh, the song "Why You Fucking with Me," very specifically that he collaborated with Rick Rubin on samples um, Slayer. Trying to think of what song it was. It's Rain and Blood, because that's it's the breakdown section of Rain and Blood. Um, but that's a sample. That's what we were talking about yeah. before. That's not we're not doing that. That that'll be on the sample one. So I'm gonna go for the uh the remix of Real N Bomb Roll Call, which is the I guess first song on, on Crunk Juice. I think so. Anyway. Second track though, right? Yeah. Because there's you know every, the you gotta have an intro yeah. and then there's a million sketches or interludes or what have you. Uh which they I enjoy those. Uh, but he always talks about Bad Brains. Bad Brains being one of his favorite bands growing up, his favorite you know, punk rock heroes, whatever you want to call them. So they did a rendition of, of this song with Bad Brains playing underneath, even though it took me this long to realize all they're doing is playing the riff from Reignition. What's the song name? Real N-Bomb Roll Call. And it's going to be the it's just Bad Brains remix or whatever. Are remixes even still a thing anymore? Yeah, they're they're, they're still around. Just, like yeah. you don't hear them on, but like I hear remixes like on like on my Spotify. There's like a remix of like, funny enough, I this hasn't it has nothing to do with rapper or anything. But uh, there's a remix song of the, well, you know, because uh, Five Finger Death Punch covered uh, Kenny Wayne Shepherd's uh, Blue, Blue and Black. Black. Yeah. So there's a remix version of. Of uh, Kenny Wayne Shepherd singing on that track of the Five Finger Death Punch. Yeah, there's still which, remixes, especially which, in which, rap. Which is which I like it way more. Which also Elo Kuje covered. Uh, I mean, sorry, Five Finger Death Punch covered. Uh, Mama said, "Knock you Mama out." Mama said, with "Knock tech you nine. out." I think I did hear about that. Yeah, it's Tech Nine on it. I had Tech Nine oh, in it shit. too. Yeah, yeah. 
I like Tech Nine. It's actually not it's horrible. The, it's yeah. not, that's the only reason why that that song is actually good because of Tech Nine. Personally. So, uh, side note: the only Five Finger Death Punch songs I've ever heard are the covers. Are all covers? Yeah. I've never heard an actual Five Finger Death Punch song. They're the greatest cover band of all. Yeah. I know they did a song Something with Halford that that's not terrible. Oh yeah, the Lift Me like, Up or whatever. Better shut the fuck up. Gotta yeah. back the fuck it's up. It's just interesting hearing Halford over that. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, but no, like, like it's just fun hearing Little John because he's got an aggressive tone, man. Like, I wish he would do more shit with that. You yeah, know what I mean? Pretty, yeah, like mystical and then, yeah. dude, like that dirty South. <laughs> what happened to mystical, dude? I think mystical had a stroke or an aneurysm, dude. Oh, uh, damn. Watch yourself, up. yeah, dude. Yep, dead. yep, 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 yep. I thought he went Jesus or something. No, uh, uh Mace did. Mace went well, Jesus. Well, Mace did for sure. He became a pastor. Yeah, he wouldn't have as much, re- you know, risk for stroke. He was a much more soft-spoken yeah. rapper. Anyways, time and place. Little My John, number love. four. Number four. My number four. Uh, Jason already uh, talked about it earlier. It's uh, Gino Moreno, Stephen Carpenter, and Tech Nine. Mm-hmm. If I could, chorus is awesome. That's the, that's the Gino Moreno sounds so different on that song than anything he's ever done with Deftones. It's like, how so? I, I guess I still got to hear this. It, I don't know. He's not that whispery Chino. I mean, he. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I absolutely. I love do. Deftones and all, but in in the, it took me a minute to realize I was Chino. No shit. Yeah, it's because he's like singing more. Yeah, like, he's singing. I mean, I've singing. heard I've heard this stuff. It, it, to me, it sounds like Chino Moreno. Except, you know what's weird is like this is one that if you look it up, it doesn't actually say featuring. And most of Tech Nine stuff, because he does so much collaboration. No, on the album on the on the Spotify, most, I think it said Chino Moreno and Stephen Carpenter. Um, it's the only reason I think that. I know Stephen Carpenter was in it because I thought it was a Chino Moreno. Oh, is he not? Is it not an obvious? No, I'm like, looking at it right now. If I could, just you, as you, Tech Nine, you can hear it. Hold mm-hmm. on. Yeah. So honestly, I, I honestly think that Chino Moreno didn't write that. I think oh, not, I think yeah. it was just Tech Nine or whoever the producer was said, "Can you do it this way?" And he did it that way. Well, yeah, so it's sense. basically like. Chino Moreno doing something like B.O.B. or fucking yeah. like the regular like rap fucking the, the singer guys. It's super layered. There's like a ton of fucking harmonies on there, which actually, oddly enough, Tino, Chino doesn't do that many harmonies in oh, Deftones. Well, listening to that and then listening to Deftones, yeah, you're right. And then there's, yeah. there's obviously there's an effect on his, voc- on his vocals too to make it sound like more of like an R&B chorus. Um, R and B slash rap chorus, like it sounds fucking great, dude. Like the chorus on is fucking awesome, dude. Like I love it. And, dude, and, yeah, and just cool tech nine, and just tech nine, just you know spitting on that, dude. It's just fucking great, dude. Did you like, watch his set during? I've uh, not seen it. I've not seen him live yet, dude, and cool. it pisses me off because he. I really want to see him live. You want to uh, talk about a super fucking metal fan, dude? Like I mean, that's tech, tech nine right there. Always, he he's over, always been doing a lot of stuff with well, fucking yeah, Slipknot, metal and rock yeah. and whatnot. It seems like he went over really well at Knotfest. They, they, the crowd seemed really receptive. That's fucking cool. I mean, it, it, yeah, it helps that your music's heavy. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and also lyrically, you know, his lyrics are, you, you can relate, they're relatable, you know, like people like that, you know, that, those, those types of lyrics. I know I do. Yeah, no, absolutely. I know, I know they're, they're, like growing up, I related to rap lyrics more than I did with metal because there's just so much back then, like lyrics, I'm like, okay, I get it. Yeah, devil. Like, yeah, specifically, yeah, like, like, you know, those, the, the lyrics of that, or even political lyrics, you know, like, but anyway. That's yeah. the point. No, I feel you, man. No, so that, that was sick. Thanks for sharing. I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah, it's pretty own. good. Anyway, uh, Jaden, you're number four. 
Uh, mine's Corn Camel Tosis featuring Trey Hardson ah, from Farside. Yeah. I love Farside. Fucking always have. That's another. I think it's one. better than Children what of the is Corn. That one is that? It's on Follow the Leader. Yeah, it's the second to last track. I think it's better than Children Real of the track. Corn. I think it's fucking better than Fuck Dying, with the one that they do with Ice Cube. Damn, I'm but to it's got the fucking down, 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 It's like sort of a love song if you follow the lyrics. It's You, you mean the part that says, you see this time, I cannot ever love another cunt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the part after that, too. <laughs> no, 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 no. The part after Super that, too. Super lovey-dovey, dovey, dude. Hey, Super lovey-dovey. Hey, but, look. I mean, he's definitely rapping about a fucking chick. He, he, he was rapping about how he meets her. He's rapping about fucking, like, kind of where it went wrong and stuff. Like, he's he's got this really, like, cool, like, he's got that fucking soft, like, cool vo- voice. He's one of those type of rappers. Yeah. I didn't it just works that really cool with like what they're doing in the fucking uh, like the, with the music, yeah, yeah. The stuff that they're doing with the music is like fucking. Oh Jesus! I just had it on here too. For fuck's sakes, we're gonna listen to it for a minute, just a minute though. Like, there's not much distortion on it, really. I mean, there's a little bit, but like, I just really love that one. But it has that heavy beat, though, you know. So one thing I really love about it is like it's an it's not just a fucking like some metal music with a dude rapping over top of it. I mean, it's a metal band fucking making fucking like a rap song. Yeah. You know, and then it, you know, hits the fucking chorus. It just gets a little more raucous, but not then. Even then, it's not just it's not a super fucking heavy fucking tune. Yeah. It's a fucking good rap fucking song man like from a metal band with a fucking dude who just sounds his voice his voice too like with that music just fucking works really well so that's my number four what is delos so i'm I'm rearranging some of the numbers on this guy so now my number four is this means war oh my god buster rhymes now, you might think his song sounds kind of familiar, and that's because it is. It's Iron Man with Buster Rhymes rapping over it. Now, as if that wasn't enough, he gets Ozzy to sing the chorus, and he gets new lyrics in it, man. Yeah. I love that. And it just. And Buster always, Rhymes is just so fucking gangster. I fucking love Buster Rhymes. I've always loved that. are just so yeah. original. And so to hear his voice over that is. Fucking I totally cool. forgot about that, dude. Yeah, man. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, because it's on. I, were, knew, you know. I knew one of you fuckers was going to do it. Uh, yeah. Just because I picked fucking Sir Mix-a-Lot. I'm like, I know someone's going to fucking do this. This is our Sir Mix-a-Lot, dude. Because like, I fucking love yeah. Buster Rhymes. I can't yeah. stand Buster oh, Rhymes. Dude, I, I like Wuha, and that's it. Because I, he, to me, he's the conga line rapper, dude. Like, everything with... Yeah, I can see that. I can yeah, see I can see that. Yeah. But then you break your neck. God. He lost me somewhere in the last 10 years because I think he tried to... Oh, dude, he did a much. song with Janet Jackson that was just like fucking, right. oh, my he God. He hasn't really done much Baby, in 10 years. Baby, if you give it to yeah. me, I'll, I'll give it to you. Yeah, that's where I kind of like. Know, I'm like, like kinda, dude, come on. Like, yeah, yeah, where yeah, are yeah. you right now? <laughs> uh, first, like, Pass the Cavassier, that's pretty good. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's a, yeah. There's some good ones in there. But, yeah, I didn't know. But I told you. I, I told, I didn't. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's just fun, dude. I need to check that one out. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's literally just him rapping over <laughs> Iron Man. But and he's still, not even going. Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, and he's not even, like, doing his super crazy fast rap or anything. That, that would uh, Again, cool. going back to what I said earlier, Ozzy Osbourne has done a lot of rap collaborations before Post Malone. Mm-hmm. People, leave Post Malone and Ozzy Osbourne the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm going to post it on Facebook for yeah. all the idiots that fucking are tripping on Ozzy. That might be the first. Dude, I'm going to post that too in a bit. Yeah. Anyway, that's a, 
Yeah, yeah I man. love Busta Rhymes, and that's fucking sick. Yeah, that's a, that's two of my favorite worlds colliding right yeah, there. That, Significantly right there. more end bombs than the original version, but hey, hey what are you gonna yeah, do? It's Busta yeah, Rhymes. Right. On that note, number three, good sir. Children of the Corn, bro. There fucking you go. <laughs> ice Cube and and, uh, and um, that's number three, right? Yeah, that's number yep. three. Yeah, Ice Cube, Corn, mm-hmm. Follow the Leader, one of the to me an epitome record when I was when I was in high school. Yeah, still to this day, yeah. I, I I listened to the whole record the other day and it still and it still holds up. Yeah, I wish I would have seen those production uh, wise, quality wise, everything. Like there's so many, and I like see that in metal. Even in metal, they, they don't. Nowadays, they don't have special, for the most part, they don't have a lot of special guests yeah. in their songs, not let alone r- rap, but like, yeah. you know, regular rockers in there. And dude, there's, there's so much stuff going on in that album. And then the first time I heard, you know, Ice Cube come in, catch me if you can, yeah. from the law with my dick in my hand, yeah. it's going down. Generation That's my Triple favorite Ice Cube is it's when he gets... It's all about the weed smoke and the kinky sex. Yeah, when he oh, gets dude, aggressive, oh, dude. dude, it's just so good. Yeah. And then just that, that head, the boom. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then Jonathan Davis coming in with this boom, wee, boom, 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 wee. yeah, like, and then ah, dude, it's just a good, it's a good song, it's a good, fun song to listen to. Yeah, it's a good one. It's upbeat. It's fun. it almost made my list for sure, it, dude. It had to make my list. That was the first one of the first songs that I'm like, dude, that has to be on my list, only because if it's one of the first ones I thought of, it's it, it, it's that memorable. Mm-hmm. You know, some of these actually had to go back and actually do research. I'm like, oh shit, you know. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I wanted to do my due diligence on a lot of yeah, these. Yeah, and, sure. and and and, uh, but that one's very memorable. Also because that was around the time when I was trying to, when I was learning music. And I mean, dude, Corn, Life Is Peachy, the self title, mm-hmm. and then Follow Leader, and mm-hmm. fucking came and blew everything up, dude. Oh, like yeah. that was the biggest fucking thing in the world. It was the biggest thing, and then to have some of the biggest names on there, dude. Even had Cheech and Ch- I mean Cheech Marin sing on that yep. thing, dude. Yep, yep, yep. my eye. Yep, it's good. It's just yeah. a good song. Yeah, man. Yeah. Anyway, I yeah. knew it was gonna be on somebody's list. Yeah, I like that. If the, if it's if something's not on one person's list, it's on it's somebody else. Definitely gonna be on someone so else's list. Covering the ground. Yeah. Your number three, Jay. Sonder. <clears throat> what are we on three? Three. Yes, my number three is. So it's off Judgment Night soundtrack, which I fucking loved it when it came out. I still fucking love it. I still, still listen to this it. song like all the time. And it's Cypress Hill and Pearl Jam, real thing. There you go. Granted, I don't know how much Eddie Vedder is on it. I know that there's someone that's fucking... But it almost sounds like Stone and Jeff, like doing backups or whatever. Yeah. But it's got that droning guitar on it, dude. And then like fucking... I don't know, dude. Just this fucking the opening line, just like it's time I came to get mine, running through the hoods with my hand on the nine. Like, you know, the fucking part where it's like fucking, it's like don't come my way because it only takes one minute to reach for the AK. Then pow, what you gonna do now? Nowhere to run when my dog's on the prowl. Like, fuck, dude. It's a really fucking cool song, man. Like, and it's not like the hardest music. It is kind of fuck. have you ever seen the movie? Yeah, fuck okay. yeah. I was going to say. Uh, Emilio Estevez. Yeah, I was going to say. Like, it, it fits. Keep it going, Junior. Keep it going, Junior. To me, out, that of, guy that out of a lot of the songs on the, f- on the fucking thing. Oh, Kevin Dillon? No, 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 Jeremy no, 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 no. Jeremy Piven. Jeremy Piven, yeah. yeah. And um, who's the villain in that one? Dennis uh, Leary. Yeah, Dennis, Dennis Leary, Leary, dude. Yeah, Dennis Leary's such a horrible actor, but in that, he was just so fucking good. He makes a good bad guy. He could be good in certain things. I just, I don't know. Like, I think I always, I thought it felt... It fit the mu- the movie really yeah, well because like yeah. just the droning guitar, 
and just has I, his vibe to it or and whatever. Also, it was like it was like that new thing coming out. It was like it was like early nine. It was like the eighties going into the nineties. The movie came out what ninety three? Yeah. Yep. Ninety. Yep. Ninety four. I'm pretty sure it was that. Yeah. Ninety because ninety three was a big year for me in movies and stuff. And uh, it's a good movie. Great soundtrack. Uh, I think uh, who the producer the, the the producer to that one was Billy actually from Biohazard, right? For the, the whole soundtrack, yeah, probably. They were super involved. Yeah, ninety three. Yeah, they were. Yeah, I know. I know. He, Biohazard was super involved in the back. In the background, aside, I mean, they did have the Onyx song with them. Yeah, in that soundtrack, but he, they did a lot of stuff. But like, yeah. Anyway, fucking a, fucking good one. That's a good soundtrack. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Now I'm all stuck on the track listing here. Jello. Well, <laughs> so that's a great segue. I guess it does work out that I uh, changed the number on this guy. Starts out with younger Chino Moreno talking about there's a lot of sharks out there wanting to take a bite. I don't remember what he says after that, but then you hear the weird, creepy music in the background. And then you hear the very obvious synthesized string section. And then all of a sudden you hear Be Real rapping. Talking about, so you want to be a rock superstar. First off, I fucking love this whole album. Yeah. The rap side's fun for what it is. The rock side is really strong, and it's a bummer that it's shorter than the than the rap one. But and it's heavy. It's fucking heavy. The whole album's heavy, though. Yeah, the whole album's great. It's just so heavy. And, like, each one of those songs could, you know, go on there, but I got to go with Rock Superstar, dude. That was everywhere. That was like, so you want to be a It's a whole new level, dude. You know? That that was that was used in all these commercials and trailers. You remember the training day commercials? Uh, everything, everything, there, everything. Yeah, it was everywhere. everywhere. Absolutely. So Sports games. Who's playing the music? I'm unsure. Because uh, I, I, I was trying to purposely left the, that off my list because I didn't see any featured fucking person. I saw Tom Rello, I think, plays on it. Because I saw obviously featuring some. fucking Chino, but he's just talking like it's just a sample of him talking like from an interview. Well, so there's Chino and Everlast. Yeah. There, there's dudes on the album. I could. The other ones, Eminem and fucking, I think, uh, no, Noriega. I don't think, I don't think Eminem was in that. Yeah. On the on the rap superstar. On the rap superstar, he's the one in the interview spots. Yeah, it's it's Eminem and Noriega, I think. Well, because so here on the on the rap, on the so it rock. was Skull and Bones were the discs. Uh, Bones was the was the rock one. So you got credits to Dino and Christian and Brad from Rage Against the Machine. Uh, looks like possibly Roy from Power Flow, which is probably where that whole relationship started. So, oh, he was in um in the music of this song or the album? The, uh, in the album on the Bones disc. So it's because I who uh, wait oh no wait hmm. John is that John Freese? It looks like John Freese might have been on the drums. I'm just looking up all the credits now. But like, there's there's I, I regardless of who it is, there's legit dudes playing the playing the tracks on the songs it's a good but track, so this though. is a this is an instance of this is an original right here you know this is one of the one of the ones that wasn't a pre-existing thing and that's cool oh well yeah i mean like i just didn't know that there was actual like i don't know i just i just didn't because i was like well no one fucking else raps on the fucking song no one else sings on the song yeah i think because even on Rap Superstar, they don't. And it's no, featuring... No, I want to say Tom Morello played it says guitar on there. featuring Eminem I, and fucking, who, like, the other guy. But yeah. those are just samples from interviews with those dudes. Yeah. They yeah, didn't yeah. even do the... They didn't even fucking speak those parts for the song. They're yeah. just samples of interviews with those guys. So when this one says Chino and fucking Everlast, they're not actually on the song. It's just a sample of their interviews 
like that they yeah. put in the song. Obviously, there's a guitar in there. I knew someone fucking played it. Yeah. I just didn't know if it was an actual fucking metal dude or if it was because I mean, for all I know, it could be the producer. Yeah. Well, I know. You know what I mean? know. Like, I mean, like, like Dino Casares and and uh, and uh, Christian were big on that record too. Yeah. So I mean, I just don't remember what song. I just yeah. <laughs> and I think it was that thing well, where Christian was Christian's playing. Christian's done a ton bass. of stuff with yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. He he's he's a big part of their their live shows. And yeah. Stuff. Exactly. So. There's so all yeah, I was just wondering there. if we knew who exactly it was. It's it's fucked up because I was trying to find the the actual CD because it totally would have said who's in there, but like, man, it's my my CD collection's a yeah, mess it's everywhere. So, no matter. Number two. Number two. Uh, number poop. Number yep. poop. <laughs> it's one of my favorite rappers, talented dude. This band was huge back then. They're trying to make a comeback now. And together now, Method Man, yeah. Limp Biscuit, fucking, I'm, I'm, I'm not the video. hugest Limp Biscuit fan as I was back in my teens. Yeah, same. But I respect them for for what they did back then. Yeah, there's an but importance. dude, Method Man, oh man, that's that's the reason why I like that. I don't can even I don't even consider that a, a Limp Biscuit song because Fred Durst doesn't only comes out for a little bit. Yeah, who could be the boss? Yeah, he only come, in the beginning and then that part. Who could be the boss? And, stand yeah. up, and everything else was. It was DJ Lethal and, and Method Man, you know, mm-hmm. like the call. The, my name is Big John. My middle name, uh, dude. Yeah. Everything, even the chorus was all Method Man. Yeah. Was that in here? You shut the fuck up. You know, yeah, it's yeah. all Method Man. He's calling response with himself. Yeah, he's calling and responding <laughs> to himself, dude. You know, and there's yeah. no guitars on there. Like it's that little fucking DJ Lethal be that do 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 it's so original, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, Method Man is just like spitting hot fire on that fucking track all over the place, dude. Yeah. Not to mention the video is pretty fucking funny. Yeah, yeah. Polly yeah. Shore, Shore comes yeah, out as a pizza, pizza guy. guy. Yeah. And they're just, there's ninja fighting in it. It looks like a Wu Tang video, but yeah. without Wu Tang. Regardless of whatever with the musical qualities. And what regardless of how on. you, and that, regardless how you feel about yeah. Limp Biscuit and Fred Durst, it's fun. That song is fun and it was fucking it was it was tight. Yeah, man. It was tight. I still listen to it. Yeah, I still yeah. like if if there's a Limp Bizkit song that I still listen to on the reg would probably have to be End Together Now. Also, the exhibit song that that Limp Bizkit came out in that sorry, the it's a remix. The Limp Bizkit song that Exhibit came out on mm-hmm. on their next rec on their following record was yeah. also fat too, but I can't find the original Song all all that I'm all that I can find was the original was the was the remix and I hate the music to that one, I couldn't stand it. So the I, bonus I, track version? No, 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 no. The original of the of, of Exhibit and uh and Limp Bizkit is like get your groove on or whatever. Yeah, get your groove on. Yeah. That's it. The original started out like and now it's something totally different. I hate it and it took really? it, it. Yeah, like if you go on Spotify, it's not. It's not the original version. It's some other remix version. because of some bullshit publishing? I have no idea, but probably. I don't like it, and it kind of takes away from the song. So that's why I didn't make that. Uh, Exhibit, by the way, is one is an awesome rapper, and he actually did come out in a Within Temptation song. I vaguely recall that. Yeah. I suppose you that's never that's tried the only one I've ever heard. That's the, yeah, but there's a remix, and I'm like, eh. But in Together Now, Method Man, Wu-Tang. Dude, I love Wu-Tang. It's my, it's my favorite rap group. And that. and Method Man is probably uh, aside from maybe like Ghostface Killer and RZA, that he's my, uh, from the Wu Tang. He's one of my favorite. He's one. He's peri- he's one of my favorite rappers of all time. Method Man. He's just. Oh, it? It, it's not. It's not that he does anything like 
special or he's fat. Or he's he's just smooth. Mm-hmm. He and has a whole rap about the Riddler, and it's fucking. And, and he's just smooth. He's smooth. Yeah. No. Absolutely. So that's what number two and together now. Again, I only didn't fucking have that in the honorable mention, dude. Because well, for one, I forgot completely about the fucking. Well, I couldn't find the exhibit one. Mm. It doesn't say fuck. It, on Spotify, it doesn't say featuring exhibit, and I couldn't remember what fucking song it was. I do like that song. That would get honorable mention for me. That regular version. I've never heard the remix. That's the only but one I could find. The reason I didn't put in together now on there, even though I I love Wu Tang Clan, was one. I mean, it just doesn't sound like a collaboration. It just sounds like a fucking rap song. It's the same as. Uh, have you ever heard the remix to fucking Children of the Corn? No. No. It's a fucking DJ Clark Kent remix, and it's just a fucking rap song. I mean, Jonathan Davis is singing his part. So all the vocals are there. It's just the music's completely different. And it's like, that's kind of where I was just like, eh, you know. But in the end, it does say Limp Bizkit featuring Method Man. Well, yeah. I I just wanted something with fucking guitars in it. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Nothing without guitars made mine. Like So I was like, okay. But other than that, good tune. I mean... I have no problem with Method Man. He's not my favorite out of Wu Tang Clan, but big beef with Fred Durst. But I mean, that's everybody. <laughs> that's, 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 why like, a, that's why I mean. That's for a Limp Biscuit episode, dude. So you didn't uh, go like, see Fred Durst's new movie? You're you're one of the reasons that it tanked so hard. I there's mean, a mo- I didn't so even know there was a movie. Case, I, yeah, case in point. <laughs> well, what's your number two? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Ah shit! Oh, dude. Slam. Fucking Onyx and Biohazard, dude. This shit fucked me up. The original version fucked me up. The fucking remix with fucking Biohazard mm-hmm. fucked me up. I fucking love this fucking song. I listen to it all the fucking time in the gym still. Makes me think of Airheads. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember when they're smashing on that tape? Yeah. Oh, man. I fucking love that. Is it that song? Yeah. Because I think you're thinking of... Dun, 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 Isn't it? Boom, Sherlock, lock, boom. Come on now. Boom, Sherlock, lock, boom. Which didn't make my list because Butch Vig is technically not a fucking metal guy. He's just a fucking producer. Fair enough. So I'm like, okay, the Shamrocks and Shenanigans remix, the Butch Vig. Not as much as I love Onyx and fucking Biohazard, though. Yeah. Dude, that fucking... Again, like, Biohazard was fucking hard just on their own. <laughs> you know, fucking Onyx was fucking hard on their own. And again, they were they were another one. Like, yeah. they, they were never really just blew up like a lot of people around them. But together Same with, like, Biohazard. Harder. But then, like, that fucking... Well, for one, that song was fucking huge. But, like, a lot of their other stuff didn't get huge. But, like, right. I mean, you could almost say the same about Biohazard Punishment. Because that song was huge at the time. It just... All their other stuff didn't get huge. And then they fucking come together... And they do this version of the song. And I mean, they're already in the video together, and it was just like fucking, it just made sense. All of it just made fucking sense. Yeah. Like, you listen to this one, and it's like, you even just say the name, Onyx and Biohazard, and everybody, almost yeah. everybody that was around, that knows them, like knows of them around at the time, would be like, oh yeah. Yeah, like, sure. yeah. Makes sense. Where like something like Cypress Hill and Pearl Jam <laughs> doesn't make sense at all until you listen yeah. to that. Yeah. You listen to the song, but like, Biohazard and Onyx, like that definitely makes fucking sense. That's like, a good tour right there, like, too. You Jesus, know? Yeah, it's fucking true. hard as fuck, dude. Like, I fucking love it, man. I'm, you know, and you don't even need to fucking do anything. Just walk into any gym or like walk into a grocery store, dude, and just go, da, 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 da. Yeah. and like someone in there is going to be like fucking slam. 
slam, dude. You could just you know, go, you just could scream in there, just go, slam, just, yeah. Yeah. just yeah. fucking walk yeah. into it, yeah. slam. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude, for sure, man. That shit was fucking so awesome, dude. When it was out, ah, and fuck. it's still good. It's Heavy still. nostalgia. Yeah. Again, like I said, I listen to it all the time, and like it just, it still fucking holds up just fucking fine. Yeah. Dude. Uh, let's see. Your number poop. We've already mentioned this a few times. Someone's got to say it. Anthrax and Public Enemy bring the noise. Fucking loved it back when I was a kid. Fucking love it right now. Yeah. I just. It's a perfect marriage, dude. I, I took yeah. I took that Burst. one. That was gonna be on my on my list too, but I took it down and and I put the, I put the fucking Tech Nine one. That's all good. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to put that on there. I'm like, you know what? Dead. Like, yeah, it was, I love it. Then I have good. It's very nostalgic. Yeah. Was, this was my number one. For there's a some long songs time. that I just love way more than that. No, that's know? and that's fair. And that's what you know. That's the whole point of love these it, lists. Like you said, love it then, love it now. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with it. It was one of the originals. Uh, being. Fucking Anthrax got like uh, like a lot of street cred from mm-hmm. from homies and yep. and and you know with that song and this was in Airheads that that's very that's verifiable. Oh, uh, well, we talked about oh yeah, yeah. man, what's up? You sat down, Public Enemy <laughs> Anthrax. Yeah, I love it, dude. I great. <laughs> <laughs> I've been meaning to watch Airheads again for so long. I gotta do that. Oh man, I just watched it like a couple of years ago. It's still I can't believe it. It still yeah. holds up, and it's over twenty years old. It's like it wow. barely holds up, but it's still it's fucking just, funny. It's uh, dude, no, it, to sure. me. It holds up, dude. Just yeah. the whole because you, you could tell it's so '90s, especially with the whiskey a go go and white zombie, yeah, which was almost Cannibal Corpse, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but the only reason they is because they already Cannibal Corpse was already in Ace Ventura, yep. so they got it someone else. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, everything turned out fine. But that, yeah, that's a uh, that's a good one. It's, yeah, it's always gonna be a good pick. That's always gonna be one of my favorite collaborations of all time. Yeah, and I don't know if they still of any genre, no matter yeah. what. I don't know if they still do it live or not because I don't know how down or not. Um, fucking. Joey Belladonna is, but it'll be rad to see it live at least once, maybe one day. We'll John see. Bush was, so I got to see it, and he was fucking see, I'm awesome. I'm a John Bush Anthrax fan. Same. Where uh, it's, again, it's the uh, our age thing. Uh, I, I just, nope. I yeah. love John Bush. Nope. Nope. I love, but that's another conversation. Yep, right yep, 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 yep. That's another one. Right but there. dude, watching them do it live, and I got the set list from that night, and they they had that ended up being the final song because they had to cut a couple, mm-hmm. and they were originally supposed to end with "I'm the Man." Um, but then once the they scratched I, out the I, last two, and I, it was, I think I saw a video a long time ago. It was Anthrax, and then it was Aaron Lewis rapping on it. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. I think I've seen that too. Actually, I think it was at a. I don't want to say it was a Family Value store, but it was something. Because I read on the Take a Bite Out of Rhyme, it's it's Limp Biscuit and Stain doing Bring the Noise. Oh, together. okay, maybe it was that. Maybe it was yeah. that. Man. But I mean, like like he already knew the song clearly. Yeah. Oh, also of note, in addition to it already being awesome that John Bush did it. Fucking, there's also the rendition of, of Corey Taylor joining them in whatever the hell festival 16 years ago. And Corey Taylor's just killing it. Yeah, like and that's when, else. and that was toted when um, when John Bush had to leave Anthrax and they were talking to Corey Taylor about being the new singer of Anthrax. <laughs> and that's kind of a, that other thing that almost was. And then Roadrunner put the kibosh on because, yeah. you know, Slipknot and Stone Sour. So, but, oh, man. So, yeah, it's a classic for a reason. So my number one. Your it's number good, one. dude. I'm kind of curious to see what Devo's number one is now, because yeah, I thought for sure that that was going to be his number one. Oh, I'll say it's already been mentioned. My number one. Oh, it has? Yeah. My number- oh, I had one that I thought was going to be your number oh, one. No, my number one, first of all, the original song for the, from uh, is fucking tight, and then they collabed with this band. First of all, shout, uh, I know we did the shout-out, but Louder Than Rock came out in 2000. 
fucking great record. If you like rap, if you like metal, I highly recommend this one. I mean, you have Incubus with Big Pun. That, that I, I don't even know how that didn't even make my list. That's a fucking, that's just a groovy ass song, dude. Um, Ozzy Osbourne's on there. I think w- with ODB. Uh, the, the, I think Louder Than Rock was a lot of Wu Tang in there now mm-hmm. that I think about it. But anyway, stuff. System of a Down and Wu Tang. <laughs> shame. Uh, shame, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so original. It, 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 if you told me that, if you would have told me that Wu Tang wasn't on there, if that wasn't a Wu Tang song, I would have believed it. I, I, I buy that. Because it is so original. It, it's like so different. The music uh, was just so original and just. It was just so awesome. It was just how it starts. You know, yeah, like yeah. something I mean, about the way Darren's guitar complements. Yeah, that that cadence and then uh, just yeah, it, it, it was just so good. And it, and and it's still a song that I listen to on the regular. Still, it still pumps me up. Like I said, I love Wu Tang. I love System. I mean, I love old System of a Down. Let me, let me rephrase that. I'm with you. Well, you it's know, all but, old System of a Down at this point. But yeah, yeah, all, yeah, like yeah. Older, but no, I feel old, you. The, like the first two first, albums? Co- first two albums yeah. of System of a Down were amazing. That was around the time that that song came out. But like. I mean, Wu Tang is like a as 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 much as a rap band, a group that they are. They're they're equally just as rocky yeah. as as anybody else can be, man. And that song proves it. I mean, especially with System of a Down playing playing with that too. The music is so original, and like how you said, the the music complements the, the that the System of a Down wrote complements everything that the Wu Tang. It, like it, it it didn't take away from it. The original one is sick. It just and it's it's so fat and this one just makes it so yeah, makes it even fatter even and surge interjecting even, when he does man. yeah even surge rapping on it yeah. you know like but uh, he's not he's rapping but he's he's like shouting but I mean like like in the choruses he does it his own way yeah yeah when when he doubles up with the rest of the Wu Tang and then guys. just like when it, that chorus like, dun, 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 it's just it's just that one open a dun, yeah. dun, uh, like at the end of the song was yeah. just shame on you, yeah. yeah. I just realized. Dun, 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 yeah. It's just so sick. Is that why you're wearing your ODB shirt? I just yeah, realized. Dude, <laughs> I, got, I got really ripped before I came here. I smoked like five or six fat bowls because we're going to talk about hip hop. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about metal. And I'm representing my ODB shirt. Mm-hmm. Rest on in it. peace. Like, I have to. Rest in peace, ODB. RIP ODB. And, you know, ODB is just, oh, man, like his voice is so metal. Yeah. His voice, his spit is so metal, dude. The it's night- just. Before he died, he played a show with uh, Dillinger, and the story's pretty awesome. If you ever, anybody oh, wants to check it out, I'll check it out. YouTube, whatever, because they they've told the story a million times. Where and, uh, he did cocaine and died. Right? Uh, so, I mean, I hold that one. I mean, if if you're gonna do a rap to me, if you're gonna do a rap song, you know, you're gonna have, I'm, I'm I'm gonna hold you up. If you can do a rap rock song, I'm gonna hold you up to that stature. Like you gotta go that way. You know, yeah, you got absolutely so fucking original. Uh, you, it, it literally the System of a Down and Wu Tang. Well, aside from Wu Tang, System of a Down made it sound like their own. They yeah. could cover that song without Wu Tang. Yeah, most definitely. But Wu adding, I mean, it doesn't hurt having ODB <laughs> yeah. and the rest of the guys on there as well. So that's dude. That that song, dude, is my number one. Always will be my number one. It's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. How about you, good sir? No, I'm not uh, getting lyrics. <laughs> Holy diver, I'm a survivor. Feel like the drill in taxi driver. Fucking just another victim. Helmet and house of pain. Oh, that's a good one too, yep, dude. Yep, yep, that yep. that the the bass on that one's just so fucking fat. Dude, mm. when it fucking changes, I mean, obviously the first part's cool. A little bit of a hardcore vocal, old school hardcore vocal at that. But yeah. it's so good though. And then 
I swear, man, like I've never been able to really fucking tell if it's a fucking actual full tempo change. If it is, it's not much. But just the way the beat changes halfway through it, and it's got that fucking, it dies out, and it's got the fucking, on one, on one speaker, it's like, hey, and on the other speaker, it's like, wah. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. And then the fucking 808 kick just fucking starts fucking pumping and Everlast just fucking starts doing his thing. Like, it's so fucking hard, dude. Yep. Again, it's not like the fucking heaviest riff ever. I mean, it's pretty simple fucking riff. The guitars I mean, don't of, suck. Most of the riffs when it comes to metal and the rap, they're, they're like, pretty simple, but it's so good, though. Well, because, I mean, well, that's it how it works. It complements the lyrics. That's the thing. Yep. But, like, uh, I don't know. Like Again, the first part to me is a build up for the second part. Yeah, that's good. That's what it is for me. And that whole fucking dude, the fucking Everlast whole entire fucking two verses are just like the fucking see, shit, and, dude. See, and those are, and that's one of the few songs I mean, when when you're going to do again, when like again with shame, when you're going to do a rap rock song, you, you it's all about the lyrics. It's, just, it's not about the music for the most part. So you're going to have to write music that complements the words that, 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 that are coming out of the, yeah. of whether it's rapped or, or singing. Well, and that's I, one of the, that's to me is one of the ones that like it, it it's ideal. That's ideal of how a rap metal song should sound. And that's a really good one too, right there. Along with, uh, um, sick of it all. The one that they did with, was it most, is it mob deep? That he, did, that he did it with? Yeah, they do a song with Mob Deep. Dude, well, they, again, they also did stuff with KRS-One. So, you know, yeah. the, the, those are, are you know, uh, how a rap, to me, a rap metal album song should sound. You know, like Shame and, and the one that, uh, that, that Jay was talking about. Like, those are, those, those, the music complements the, the, the lyrics really, really well. Yeah. So one another reason this made my number one is because the first part of the song is so distinctively Helmet, and the yeah, second so, part of the song is so, so distinctively uh-huh. House of Pain. Like the riff, the just the fucking yeah. da 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 I mean, it's totally fucking Helmet, dude. Like, again, it's it's like um, you have to make room, you know. I mean, honestly, one thing. I mean, I guess I just didn't even fucking say anything on shame. I probably should. I fucking hate that song, dude. I can't stand it. And it's because System of a Down. I fucking hate the way the guitar sounds in that song. <sighs> but I have a problem with a lot of System of a Down songs because the way... Not... Uh, Well, yeah, I mean, it is. It's the way fucking Darren plays, dude. I can't... A lot of it, the way his guitar sounds on his single string shit, it sounds like fucking total shit to me, dude. I'm like, no, Fuck. I agree with you. Like, that there's a lot Especially of stuff. Especially at the start of Shame, when it's just the fucking single string. Like, oh my god, I fucking hate it so bad. I love what Serge does in the song. Like, yeah, that's sh- fucking awesome. Um, but yeah, House of Pain, like House of Pain and Helmet, same kind of thing. Like, that's the thing. Like, the guitar, like to me, like I think the guitar would sound cooler if it's a heavier sound on the guitar, not the mm-hmm. riff. The riff's just, fine, because like, it's so helmet. But like the distortion, yeah. Like I'm just kind of like, ah, I wish it was a little bit heavier, especially on the back part. I think maybe that because the back part when that fucking 808 kick is hitting, dude, and if it just had a little bit chunkier distortion on the guitar, could be so much harder. But at the same time, I'm, that's the other thing I really like about this one. There's not like a lot of fucking lead synth, like a typical fucking rap song, man. Like it's really fucking weird when you listen to it because there is an actual, there's actually a lot of DJ shit going on, just not a lot of scratching going on. Yeah. Because he's the one that's fucking did the fucking. Yeah. DJ Lethal would have still been with House of Pain at that point. Yeah, he was still with House of Pain at the time. So that's that's the thing. Like, I mean, 
I've always I've always liked uh, DJ Lethal his style, but it's a lot like Mugs. His style is a lot like DJ Mugs, who did a lot of stuff on the first uh, House of Pain album. So there's just something about those two dudes that know how to like weave in and out of a fucking song and be noticed without being too noticed. Right. It's kind of nice. You know, so it's like, all right, cool. And just this fucking, I like, you know, actually, now that I think about it, I just didn't even look it up. I don't even know who the fuck is singing on the first part of the song. I always just assumed it's, it was Paige. So it's the guy from Helmet. Is it? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't sound like Paige Hamilton to me at all, but I always thought there was a different dude doing the fucking like hardcore stuff in fucking uh Again, in it's, it's probably one of those I things. I thought Paige was always the clean vocals, and I thought it was another, uh, I thought it was like the bass uh, player. Fucking it's probably like one of those things, like how like in Chino Moreno doesn't sound like Chino Moreno in the Tech Nice songs. Well, it's I always wondered if it was Danny Boy fucking doing a fucking, like his version of a hardcore fucking vocal. That's why I was, that's why I was going to bring up was I was wondering if it was all of House of Pain because you could take Paige Hamilton's vocals out. He still plays guitar. Yeah, he does. You know what I mean? So you would actually have all of Helmet, which would be fucking pretty cool because then you would have one of the House of Pain guys fucking over top of Helmet fucking yeah, stuff, whatever. Yeah. But like the fucking lyrics, dude, on fucking, like the Everlast is spitting. Like there's cool little fucking metaphors in there that I just, I don't know. I just think it's, this is, out of all of these fucking rap metal collaborations, this is by far the one I've heard the most, dude. It's by far the one I've listened to the most. Yeah. I fucking, and you know, like when I got the fucking soundtrack, the second I heard it, I just immediately listened to it like four times in a row. I don't ever do that with, a, I don't do that a lot with a lot of stuff. I mean, maybe soundtracks because you only get, you know, one song from one band or yeah. whatever. But yeah. But, I mean, I don't remember doing it a whole lot. I mean, in this one, I was just like, Jesus fucking Christ, man. Like, right. I fucking love this fucking song, dude. Like, so now I'm really curious to see, especially since we already said it. Yeah. Because there's one I'm thinking of. I was just kind of curious what you thought of it. Uh -huh. Because it hasn't been mentioned yet. So let's hear your number one. Well, now I'm flipping the tables. What is it that you were thinking? Yeah, I'm curious about that, too. Yeah. Back the fuck up by, oh, by Fear, Factory Fear Factory and, and Be, Be Real. Oh, that's a good one. I that's wondered good. if it I, was I on yours just because it's it, just because it's Fear Factory. That's why I thought for sure it was yeah. gonna be like your number one. <laughs> I wanna say it's a sick of it all one. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um or Ice Cube and Corn. What's your number one? Then? How it is uh by Biohazard and, and Send Off. Nice. Oh, there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's consummate to me. It's just like that to me is the perfect rap metal for me. Like like just Again, it sends hard-ass voice, compliments what's going on in that song so well. So it's awesome that they made a band out of that. And I hope next time they play that they fucking play it. Oh, and yeah, that I'm there for it this time, knocking on wood. Well, yeah, because you got, like, back then you had Cypress Hill, the, the biggest, one of the biggest gr rap groups mm -hmm. of the time. And then you have Biohazard, one of the biggest um, metal hardcore groups of the time. And, yep. dude, they... And they and they and they came out with the song. Not only does it sound like a Biohazard song, but it easily can sound like a Cypress Hill song. Yep. So it could be it, it could have been one of those things: Cypress Hill featuring Biohazard. It could have been Biohazard featuring Cypress Hill. Yeah. You know, they're two that are totally fucking different, though. Cypress Hill lyrically is pretty fucking hard, but musically, not even fucking close. Like, yeah. Not like not like Onyx lyrically, and fucking yeah. Biohazard. Lyrically, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Cypress Hill, like it. Just I think that's why it worked. Is because they're they I don't know. 
they're easy to fucking collab with because Be Real fucking is so fucking unique sounding that they yeah. could probably collab with anybody. Because, I mean, they even have the song with Sonic Youth on fucking Judgment Night. Yeah. And it yeah. totally fucking works. I mean, they're, you know, Sonic Youth isn't on it much. I mean, they're not on a whole lot. Um, it's not like they're doing verses or anything. But, again, I just think it's... mostly the music, I think, that we're... They're so unique. Well, and, okay, so by now, too, when we're talking about this now... Obviously, Son- uh, Cypress Hill has come out with several albums where they have done a lot of different fucking things. And it it kind of did start with what Muggs was fucking sampling even on the first album. You know, they got a lot of those fucking, you know, those... Yeah. Well, they have, uh, they have Ozzy's... Um, like, they, he samples harmonica. a lot of like little guitar things, harmonica stuff, horn stuff, too. Like... You know, and then that's not even counting what he did with fucking House of Pain. You know, the the stuff he did with House of Pain, the stuff he did with fucking Ice Cube, the stuff that, you know, and then he had the whole Soul Assassins thing where Mm -hmm. he had like all kinds of fucking people. Had the song fucking uh, Third World with fucking RZA and Jizza, dude, like from Wu-Tang Clan. Awesome fucking song. Go listen to it. Yep. Mm -hmm. I think it's all set up for mugs where it's like they do have, they always had this like bluesy old school blues old school jazz old school school kind of like this old school sampling to where it kind of made them able to do you know so many fucking different things and as i mean as they went on they would always throw these different little fucking things in i mean even by the time you get to temples of boom even when you get to fucking you know the fucking the warning or um Sorry, the um, the wizard sample, like, on fucking Black Sunday. Like, they've always had that sort of thing, you know, to the point where then they put out the whole entire Skull and Bones fucking yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean, it was, it's, it's like it's a like, lead up almost. I don't think that caught anybody by surprise. Like, it was just like, oh, yeah, it totally makes sense. Yep. Yeah, you know, yeah. they seem like the kind of band that would fucking do stuff with Mel. But because they did songs with Biohazard, they did songs with fucking, you know, they did the Judgment Night thing. You know, and they really did themselves a favor by doing that sort of thing. But yeah, they've done stuff with like the Fear Factory guys, not just that song. I mean, Christian has done so many things with them. Dino's done like a few things with them. Yep. They got that Project Kush thing that never yeah. came out, but it's rumored to just I mean, be they just, they have all these different, they've worked with so many different fucking types of artists, you know, that it's really fucking cool. Uh, they've never really been like one of my favorite rap groups by any fucking means. I mean, at the at, when the album came out, I mean that was one of my favorite albums at the time. Yeah, they weird, got a culture of their own. This weird, yeah, like this weird little fucking band, like the your group that you know back in fucking '92 that I yeah. fucking heard when I, when I graduated high school. Yeah, I don't know if this is like, still the is case this or big not. Big fucking thing, like dude, these hemp fests they're fucking playing, yeah. dude, like. Holy fuck! Yeah, man. You seen the crowds of these? Yeah, dude. The, the, the Cypress Hill Smokeout. It's the uh, yeah. It's the Vore, dude. It's the biggest outdoor amphitheater in America. Yeah, fuck! It's yeah. crazy, man. Like, and I mean, I fucking just love. Like I said before, that live version of fucking how I could just kill a man with fucking Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, that's I, good I could one. watch that multiple times yeah. in a day too. Like, fuck! It's so awesome. Yeah, I don't dude. know if this is still the case or not, but do at they have one like point, live shit of this on YouTube? Uh, Cypress Hill and Biohazard. I wouldn't uh, mind checking that probably. out. Probably. I mean, good if not, he fucking taped Powerflow doing it. That's practically the same thing. Okay. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know if this is still the case or not, but at one point, Cypress Hill was the biggest Latin group uh, in music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It might still be, actually. I don't know. I, Man, I think my nice. <laughs> oh, on rap, you said? 
No, in, in Latin music in general. Uh, I think Mana beats that. Yeah, dude. maybe now. I you know Mana. that was almost thirty years ago. Mana. Yep, yep, yep. But fucking I, dude. Like, like I just noticed that common thread amongst this whole thing. Cypress Hill has been on our list a lot in some incantation or, or you know, in, incarnation. Well, like I said, I mean, they're on the fuck. They're the only one on the Judgment Night soundtrack twice. Twice, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Not like, only that, but yeah, could like they just not find anybody else or whatever. Like, I, I mean, really now okay, I'll guess, give so a fucking, know. I'll give a shout out to you to the fucking Faith No More Booyah Tribe song because yeah, that's a good one. Mike Patton is on it, doing what he does best. He's just making noise. They, you know, that's <laughs> got the heavy fucking riffs or whatever. It's just I've never really known what the fuck the Booyah Tribe was because being a rap fan and especially being a, a fan of that soundtrack and shit like I've literally never heard that name other than that fucking soundtrack yeah, I also here. wondered if it for years I just always wondered if it was fucking Chuck D on the vocals and if it was just like a thing like Bullring Brummies from the fucking uh, uh, Nativity, Nativity in Black, Black yeah. you know where or no not Bullring Brummies it was, yeah yeah it was because it was all it was, it was them to and be... the Thousand Homo DJs were like two yeah. kind of like super group things for that where they just kind of made up like a fucking funny name well there's also Godspeed you know? for uh, Sabbath Bloody Sabbath with Bruce Dickinson uh, um, wait so that's not a real band I don't think so. Oh, so um, yeah, I just wondered if it was like if Booyah Tribe was a thing like that. No, or just I, I like looked a it up because I got curious. They had a few albums. I don't, I don't know. If oh, they still really? Because they, they were like a. But Pacific it wasn't anybody Islander of group. note. Like it was just that was their that, thing. That was, was just their thing. Huh. They, they were like a Pacific Islander uh, hip hop. Well, it's group. weird because I mean I wondered because it sounds like Chuck D, but it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it sounds like someone that sounds like Chuck D. Yeah, like, yeah. So I was like, yeah, but funny because Chuck D, you know, if it's but that's a cool song, and I mean, dude, also okay, fucking. I'm not a big fucking Dinosaur Jr. fan, so I mean, you skip that one, whatever. There's a couple skippers on there. I don't like the Mud Honey one either. With yeah, the Mud Honey one. Nah. But dude, the other one, dude, is fucking me without my microphone. Uh, fucking Run DMC and Living Color. Like yeah, that one is yeah. fucking awesome too. Like, yeah. oh, dude, it's so fucking Two good. Two staples of New York at the time, man. Do you know which one? I don't. Is I think it'll be fun too. Like once we do a fucking, I mean. Maybe people, if you want, email us and let us know if this is a good idea or not. But, like, if you'd be interested or whatever. But, like, a rap song with, like, metal samples in it, like, would be a fucking good list to do. I yeah. mean, I'm probably going to we're probably gonna do it anyway. Yeah, I got it. I, I don't got really it. give I a fuck because I'm totally to into that sort of thing. So, whatever. Yeah. But awesome. let me know if you're down. Yep. Also, before uh, what you see is what you get, Seven Dust and Exhibit. Mm. Fucking badass! Oh yeah, that one's pretty good too. That one's pretty good too. Yeah, yeah. That's all I want to say. I could always, I could always go for more. Dude, Exhibit's done like a lot of fucking collaborations. Yep. I mean, not probably not as much as Tech Nine, but I mean, he's done quite a few. I mean, Tech Nine has a whole fucking album of fucking like rock. Yeah, uh, Exhibit stuff. does have the like I said earlier. He has the most weirdest collaboration with Within Temptation. I see. I never. I didn't even bother to listen to it because I don't know what Within Temptation sounds uh, like. They're like, so like Camelot kind of style. Yeah. It's, it's sim- oh, symphonic yeah, metal. Yeah. Symphonic you know? metal with exi- with rap. That's weird. It, it was yes. weird. <laughs> it is wild. I was like, oh, like, but Exhibit's so good. <laughs> anyway, yeah. this is all true. Thanks as always for joining us, folks. Let us know what your favorite rap metal collaborations are. Hit us up on all the socials. I'm at yes it is I David on all the stuff. Jason's at Jason Fitness. SD is um, on Instagram. SD Sanchez twenty eight or yeah. here within. Yeah, or here within. Check out his awesome band here within. They're all the homies. They're awesome. You got anything you want to plug? They coming got some up? good shit on Spotify. Yeah. Uh, nah, I don't like plug in. Like what? Like what do you want me to plug in? All right. Like don't plug a live show because we don't know when this is gonna come out. Yeah, like, yeah, like oh, how about, or well, uh, Ali? Funny enough that we're talking about um, rap and rock. 
we're we're finishing up uh, an album, and funny enough, our uh, producer on that is Billy from Biohazard hey. and Powerflow. Yeah, yeah. So it's cool that we talked about a lot of Biohazard stuff on this. We Biohazard was mentioned a lot. I totally uh, forgot he was producing that album. And, <laughs> and Cypress Hill. And it's just funny that I don't know that that I get that I get to pay uh, homage or honor yeah. of the man that's actually producing us, which is which is someone that I grew up listening and admiring, and yeah. now he's helping us out, that's which is pretty cool. Awesome. Fuck yeah, man! So uh, that record should be coming out next year sometime. Sick. Uh, right now they're in the we're in the mixing and a stage, or not even the mixing stage, just like putting in the the little stuff before the mixing stuff. Like we're putting the keys and all that other stuff. So we're pretty Some much re- all the extra, all that little yeah. extra stuff that's going to make a sound a hero, like a hero within no uh, rap. Yeah. I'm not going to let you know. There's no going to be no rap in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, might want to clarify so, what like, kind of band it is. Yeah, yeah. It's not a rap. It's, 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 you know, metal, hard rock, whatever you want to call it. But uh, our producer is Billy from, I can't even. I don't even know. How, I, I can't. It's hard to say his it's last like name. Grazia Day. Yeah, it's because I heard him t- say it on it uh, on uh, Josta. Even then, I probably fucked it up. But yeah. So I don't want <laughs> Billy Biohazard. Just dude. Billy Bio. It's just Billy, like, G, Billy, Billy G. Bio from Biohazard, from yeah, Powerflow, yeah. and from the band Billy Bio. Yep. Check out check out all his stuff. He's still kick killing it. Yep. And, they're uh, recording a new Powerflow album, I think, right d- now. Yeah. They're they're on the they're reco- they're writing. Writing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Which also. Uh, a here within's drummer will be recorded. Will be recording drums on the new Powerflow record. Fuck yeah, Fred. Yep, Fred Fred's the man, dude. Nice. So thanks again for joining us. We're definitely gonna have Good Brother Esty on again real soon. If you got a suggestion for what you want to hear for a list out there, or you got something that you think we might be interested in, hit us up. Uh, until then, eat your veggies and fuck your prayers. See you later. Later. Peace.